It's your boy T.O. as you know. Oh, Rain, real name. What's no up, man? Game, no gimmicks. Yeah, why? So still talking. Yeah, why? <laughs> you do that on purpose. Yo, what's up, man? It's Fabian. Yo, and we are the Fave Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything TV, media, and film related, along with any other goddamn thing we want to talk about. Uh, fellas, uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't see the game, but there are just endless memes about J.R. Smith yeah. that are hilarious. Yeah, so wait, before we get into the game, I'll, yeah. let me tell you guys about the night I had. Right? <laughs> Why do you so, always have to start with the story? Yeah, so. I always got to start with the story. <laughs> so it's always um, the storytelling. So last night, I'm in Charlotte at the airport, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my flight was supposed to leave at like 625. I get there around like 445, you know, just to be on the safe side, go through TSA and maybe get something to eat really quickly before I get on this flight. Mm-hmm. It starts to rain. We started getting some weather in Charlotte. I, I know there was some like weather up here in Baltimore too. So, flight delay, right? Now, I'm like, okay, you know, flights delayed 30 minutes, and then like, so I had the uh, uh, and I was traveling with American Airlines, and I had the American Airlines app, so they just you get noti- notification every time something's going on. Yeah. So at first they changed the terminal. I was at you know I was at C5. Now I'm at C13. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Whatever. Let's go. And then flight delay due to weather. Another flight delay. And every time the, the flight delayed, it was 30 minutes, right? So at first, they were like, oh, it's just due to bad weather. And then the weather cleared up. They're like, oh, well, we're missing one of this, uh, the flight attendants who's supposed to be working this flight. She's in another city. Her flight was supposed to land, but they like told all the planes coming into Charlotte to go in other directions because of the weather. And we're yeah. like, okay. Whatever. Wait, was the storms that bad? It was. It was pretty it was bad. That, yeah, it was. It was really bad down in Charlotte. It was huh. like surprisingly, like, oh shit, what's going on? Wasn't yeah. there a mudslide on in Charlotte? Um, I don't know. I that, think that would be interesting. I think in one of the Carolines, I think there was a mudslide. I can't remember. Word? Yeah. Mudslide suck. <laughs> <laughs> um. That anyway, like so a shirt. flight delay, flight delay. So there was a total of um twelve flight delays, right? 12 so, 12 <laughs> yeah so we were supposed I to take off at 625 yeah. we didn't take off until 11:45 right so i'm pretty much watched the whole game in the airport with like but luckily like everybody who was on the same flight there was like a bar right next to our terminal so we all just went and watched the Cavs game mm-hmm. i ended up talking to probably one of the oldest white ladies i've ever <laughs> had like a 2 hour long conversation <laughs> with in my life i mean yeah. like I didn't want to ask her how old she was, but I could tell she was like, she had to be like 83. That's but one of the oldest white for, women you've to ever talked talk to? to for two hours. I guess, but still. And she didn't ask, she didn't say any like racist shit, which I was like, oh, That's interesting. I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised she wasn't like, you know, like you're, you're. I thought you were going to rob me, young man, when you came <laughs> over here, but you're actually, you speak so well. Like, here's, here's, here's how you reply to that, too. Here's how, you, here's how you reply to that. You know what? I'm surprised I didn't rob you either. Very interesting. <laughs> and, she, and she dies right there. Now, now I'm in custody. You but, um, like you were trying to rob her. But anyway, so we were watching the game. She didn't know shit about the game. It was a good game. JR took out uh, Clay. Yeah, I um, thought that, I, thought, I, like, I, I was like, Okay, here's the opening that the Cavs need. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, you could tell it was. It wasn't intentional. Yeah. Um, but Clay is just a monster, yeah. right? He's definitely uh, on on the team, the second best shooter behind well, um, I, Steph for I, sure. I genuinely think he's what makes the team go. 
he is like that that like the that that hero that doesn't get the shot and I, I think he's perfectly fine with it like I think when they brought in Kevin Durant Clay Thompson was probably just like let's get it like yeah. let's get these well, rings he, he's, let's get he's these what, W's he's what fills in the holes when everybody else is so everybody else can be off like or have off nights but Clay is pretty consistent right so yeah. whenever KD's having a bad night then Clay steps in he uh, fills for him. Yeah. When Steph is having an off night, Clay uh, steps in, fills for him. When literally any the entire bench is having an off night, Clay comes in, fills for them. Pretty no, much. I didn't realize how little uh Clay dribbles though. Like even on that night where he had like sixty points, that was all off yeah. like eleven off dribbles. The ball. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yo, yeah. Off I the mean ball. barely dribbles. What what Golden State does so well is I mean and granted they have so many good players that can get it done. So it's you know dribble dribble pass dribble dribble pass. If Clay's open, take the shot. If Steph is open, and he's he's automatic from like thirty feet out, so take the shot. If if uh, Durant has any space, Durant can drive the lane, right? If Draymond is in the paint, he can just you know he can just muscle it through. You know Draymond is pretty good in the paint, even though he doesn't score that. Even much. Draymond is good for some threes. He's yeah, had Dray- some games where he's uh, had like uh, yeah, a couple threes. He's got an annoying threes, like the threes that like it's like towards the end of the game, you just like, yeah, <laughs> it's, like, like, like shit. And yeah, just it's like he didn't make like, time it's like he didn't yeah. make a three all game, but now yeah, it's now you want to fucking fourth, sink that shit. Now it's raining. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that's that that's the thing about Golden State. So Clay Thompson, he could just he could sit back. He doesn't have to take on all the pressure yeah. of being like the number two or three guy. Yeah. He could just hey if 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 Steph, if Durant, if uh if um Andre Iguodala, if Draymond Green is having an off night, I'm just gonna light it up. Yeah, can we talk about how LeBron though? Yeah, let's talk about let, let's talk about that. So we were in a group chat the other night, you know, obviously Fabe's an avid LeBron hater, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I made a comment about how, like, uh, you know, LeBron finally had some help this game in, in Kevin Love, who is mostly inconsistent or unhealthy. For example, he oh, missed, yeah, yeah, he missed yeah. game um, seven yeah, of um, yeah. the series with the, with the, the concussion. Or yeah. And then yeah. last year in, in the finals, didn't he miss like all of the finals? No, no, no. He played all of the last. Or was it was that the year prior? That was the year prior. But the, but to be fair, both him and Kyrie missed. Yeah, yeah. Both him and Kyrie missed that. And I think last year, like he he like he just consistently has health problems, or he's on. Oh, no, and that he's was off. three years ago, actually. So I mean, either way. So like last night, thankfully, uh, K Love dropped. I think it was thirty nine points. Right yeah. now, when you say K Love dropped thirty nine points, like people who hate LeBron, they're gonna be like. Well, all right, then LeBron has help. What are you guys talking about? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, that may happen one game out of a seven-game series, right? Yeah. And while K-Love dropped 39 points, LeBron still had to score 50 only to wind up losing. You know why? Because LeBron is playing against the Golden State Warriors, the refs, especially that, that last call at the end of the game where they reversed the, um, the charge. I didn't see which was crazy. It was oh, like, was it like a charge on like KD or something like that? Or? Um, I think uh, I forget who was driving the lane. Yeah, it was yeah, K- KD was driving. Um, and LeBron positioned himself, and the, the, the debate the- is if he was in a legal uh, defensive position at that moment to either make it a charge or to make it a block or a blocking foul. So, and I think there was another. There was a second um like call right. Uh, I forget what it was like a second like offensive foul that 
should have went against like Golden State, but it went against Cleveland. It was something like that. So there there were a, a few questionable calls in the fourth against Cleveland that worked to Golden State's favor, right? Um, and then you got uh, was it Hill? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You got you got Hill. Um, he. He could have made the game-winning free throw, right? Yeah. He made one. It's not in foul. his blood. It's not in his blood. They're down one point. Yeah. He goes up to the other shot. I mean, if he made this, or they're top, if he if he makes this shot, you know, they can go on to win the game, right? Yeah. Misses the ball, no problem. J.R. Smith is there for the save. So we thought. Why didn't he just go like even if even if that's the end of the game? Why don't you just go right back up? Well, so uh, J.R. is known to play drunk. Oh no! There's, okay. Come on, he didn't play that entire game drunk. Jr. He he had to be drunk because there's He's, no way. So I they they have like a video of him like when he gets the rebound and he runs away from the basket, right? And LeBron is like, well, you know, go he back, he clearly he clearly thought that they were up. Yeah, because you you hear you see him say it. I thought we were up, and LeBron yeah. is just spamming. LeBron walks off, but it's like. God damn, I just scored 51 <laughs> points. And you can't uh, even, you don't even know the lends, score? Like, you know what was so sad about this whole thing? Is that uh, LeBron just got through saying in his, like, the post game for when they, after they beat the uh, the Celtics, man, you know, everybody keeps, like, talking about it, that it's just me out here. But, you know, it's me and my teammates. And then this shit and happens. And then this happens, like, right? Yo, how, how upset moms. would you be if your boy... Missed the shot that could have like could, that could have won and the game, and then the right? other one just and fucking then the other one away gets the, the rebound and runs the other way, <laughs> and you scored fifty one points. Yeah. And you're you're in your fifteenth season and you're thirty three years old, and you're just like, God He's damn, fucking it. idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Any thoughts on uh, Ron only having uh, two points in overtime? No, not when you score fifty. Fuck that shit. I don't <laughs> yeah, want to hear. No, it, I'm, I'm right. sorry, but I don't no. want to hear. It. No, no. After all that bullshit, like I agree. Yo, you, you, he still should have put on an overtime. The he's the goat. No, no. He's. Yeah. And, I'm, and, I'm not and, saying he's the goat, but, uh, but he put on an. Uh, he put on in regulation. LeBron, you can't say shit about like he did enough to win that game. His teammates did not do enough, enough to win. And, and you see, and you know what they'll say? They'll say, "Oh, well, he's supposed to be the goat," or as Fabian says, "Like, oh, he's your king, isn't he? He's your king, is right?" So. If he scores fifty one points, I'm sorry, but he shouldn't yeah, you're have absolved. to score no, you know, another still, twenty. There's still game going on. No, and, and, and yeah, you're right. No, you're right. There's still, still a game going he, on. Here's the more thing. than two points. No, here, here's the thing. Before we devolve into an endless <laughs> conversation about the Cavs and and Golden State, but here's the thing: is you're right, Fabe. Like he, you still should put on right. But if if it were, if the game just ended like Golden State just happened to come up and just tie the score like last seconds and they were forced into overtime, then I'd be like, you know what, you're right. LeBron still should have put on, but you did everything in your fucking power to win that game. Tell me you wouldn't be demoralized after you you for one did enough to win the game, and then two, there is not one but two fuck ups at the end of the game that just were out of your control. And, no, and my, you don't have time to be demoralized, man. You just gotta. I understand what you mean. I, I mean, I get what you're saying. Yeah. It is a little bit demoralizing, but I think you just. You gotta say fuck like, it. Like, 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 look, only because he, I'm pretty sure he used to abuse his teammates in practice. But tell me when Jordan has to deal with that bullshit. Jordan sure never had to it. deal with that. With that bullshit, I'm sure he's had situations Yo, where in the finals, Jordan played with in, the in, fuck any game. Out Jordan played with no in the in fi- It's different. Other, like, no, what did they, what did they say? Who would have never did this shit? What, what did they What did they say? Uh, what did they say about playoff basketball? It's different. It is it's different. not. It's not like oh, this is a, a regular season game where you know we can come back next week. It's like yo, we got about four or five games and, here. And how many minutes did LeBron play? He played like 
probably like all 35 of them. I, like, I think between like 35 and 42 minutes right yeah. so again 15th season in the league yeah. 33 years old plays 40 like 36 to 42 minutes uh in in game one yeah. right after you know playing on an average of 40 minutes in the prior uh in the prior uh series right yeah. So in overtime, and this is after scoring 51 points. In overtime, I agree with you. Two points is inexcusable. Like, I would expect LeBron to have at least put up like 10, 11 points or something like that. Two points is inexcusable. But Jordan never had to do that. Why? Because yeah. he had much better players around him. Kobe oh, no. I wouldn't even say never had he, to do that. I wouldn't Kobe even, just I wouldn't even took say over that. the game sometimes. I wouldn't even say that. I would just say that Kobe, both Kobe and MJ aren't wouldn't be that friendly where it's like you could make some mistake like that and still hope to be on the team next year <laughs> or even the next game. Yeah. Like, it's just like, yeah, no, nah, you might as well not even come back. You know that I remember there was one Kobe time I just had your lights it, cut. <laughs> and Gasol, like, Gasol wasn't, like, running the play that he should have or something, and Kobe was just, like, just gave him this look and, like, smacked the ball. Like, come on. Like, I was like, damn, yeah. that's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, Kobe. <laughs> family's watching this. I was like, damn, Kobe. Why you Kobe would like give that? players that look. Like, yeah. and I think. Um, give you that same look your mom uh, give you. Like, yeah. Yo, was you it, know what's going to happen when we get back home. You yeah. know what's going to happen. Was it Nance Jr. Um, who played with both Kobe and LeBron? Yeah. And he talked about the differences between their personalities where Kobe is, like, going to challenge you. Uh, like, you know, Kobe's going to be a little bit more aggressive towards you. And like LeBron is more of like more the coach, friendly. the mentor. Hey, man, it's all yeah. right. Well, let's um, talk this out. I mean, I think that's true. Talk I think Kobe shit. is like Kobe had that face and that yeah. look he would give you if you. Yeah, made you a had to pay. T- you couldn't afford not to yeah. know what the that's fuck the time was. Lakers couldn't get any free agents for like the last like yeah. five years. Nobody was run. Nobody him, was like, yeah. I'm not going to play with this guy. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> but um, people, did you guys hear that rumor? Like he cut people's lights and shit. Like some people would like fuck shit up in the game, and then be like, all right, tight. Uh, and they wouldn't have electricity for like a week. <laughs> what? Wait, yeah. how does he have the power at their home? Yeah, at their home. What did he um, like? No, no, no. So like, but it, power it, it wouldn't be him like directly, but it would be like the electricity and be like, all right, uh, tight. You want to fuck up Kobe shit like that? Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, we'll see what's yeah. up. Like, you got me. So yeah, that, uh, I, I, I never found out if that was quite true because that was I can't. I, I think it was in like a story that I remember reading where it's just like. Like I did, they I like lost up some and games. then I lost power for a week. No, no, it was like after that, like they lost some game. Then they uh, did some shit where like they would go back to like the locker room and like people were like hiding from Kobe and shit like that. <laughs> but I could never, I never found out if that was actually true. But it, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. It would be fucking hilarious if fucking people are hiding behind shit. They're like, yo, is he here? Yeah, you go, you go and check, yo, you go and check. <laughs> um, but uh, I would, say, I would probably say that J.R. Smith. It's probably overstayed his welcome in uh, in the Cavs organization. Yeah. Uh, so you know who else when they did that big trade? Hold on, can you can you respect my transition? Go <laughs> respect my transition. Not time. Not time. Respect not time. my transition. Uh, you know who else overstayed their welcome? Who? Roseanne Barr on oh. national TV. That's who overstayed the goddamn welcome. Oh yeah. Yeah. A little bit early. A little bit early. We need to talk about the cast for like 15 minutes. Because we have to talk talk about JR. No, no, no. no. We we can talk about this because this is like pressing, right? Yeah. JR fucked up. We know he fucked up game two tonight, right? Tonight? Is it tonight? 
Uh, no, it's not no, till no, Sunday. No. Yeah, yeah, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. There's like it's two game, yeah. two days off between like each oh, game. Thank God. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like, been, it seems like they've been getting longer and longer between like the games for the finals. Yeah, the finals always seem to like just be like there'll be like three fucking games in between and like yeah, yeah. or days in between games. It's, I mean, I think yeah. it's good. It makes for better basketball. Like, you just, probably gotta be tired. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, Roseanne Barr. Yeah. What a fuck up. You, you know who has really got to be pissed? Mm-hmm. John Goodman. Because <laughs> he was like, like, I finally get put back on in this guy. Now, now, mind you, John Goodman has had a pretty good uh, yeah, career. career like, he's yeah, done yeah. some really good movies lately, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, and you know, Roseanne probably begged and pleaded with him to come back and do this TV nah, sitcom. I don't know about all that. But sure. John Goodman is old. He's successful. He probably doesn't want to do TV hours, right? Because yeah. I, I think filming for TV is a bit different than filming for a movie. But right? it is consistent money. Consistent money. Right. I, I think he was, he probably had to be, you know, kind of like talked into, the money had to be really good for John Goodman, mm-hmm. right? To, to associate with Roseanne, especially because like in this whole Trump presidency, she's been like a very vocal advocate yeah. of President Trump. And to... You know, to say, all right, I'm going to go back and align myself with you, like attach myself to you. Yeah. But uh, and, to, and mind to, you, we don't know how John John Goodman's political, um, political views, like he yeah. may be very pro-Trump too. But, you know, I, I don't think he's ever come out and like made a, a very like clear direct statement. I need to go look at his Twitter history. Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, if he is pro-Trump, then sure. But a lot of people who are pro-Trump don't but, want yeah, to be but, publicly look, Just because you're pro-Trump doesn't mean you say all the reckless shit that Roseanne has yeah, said. Yeah, so, so like, yeah, to my point, just because, like, you know, if, if John Goodman was pro-Trump, right, he never out front said, hey, I'm pro-Trump, yeah. right? And, you know, a lot of people who are pro-Trump do prefer to be, like, you know, silently. But right? more, than, silently. more than John Goodman sucks for the other actors and actresses yeah. on the show who yeah. you haven't really seen them in anything else, or maybe they've been in other things, but they're just not familiar faces. And here yeah. they are. They got a gig, and it's very successful. Like, it was the number one rated uh, TV show for uh, the segment of the quarter that it was in. Yeah. Um, and you, you you got something good. You're like, shit, yeah, this is easy money, right? Yeah. <laughs> we probably got another four seasons lined yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah. they're gone. And then there's, like, young and coming actresses and actors on the show, like uh, the girl that was in, um, uh, what's the show that was on Showtime? I do um, not recall. I, yeah, <laughs> it, it'll come back to me. It'll come back to me. But it, it really sucks for them, I yeah. think. Yeah, and, like, and, yeah. and being tied to something like that, like, <laughs> Even if, like, you know, for, for those on the Roseanne show that this is, like, their first big Shameless, time, Shameless. Um, the girl from Shameless. Oh, yep, yep. Yeah. The, the, uh, the young girl who had the baby on Shameless. I forget mm-hmm. her name, yep. but it's going to come to me. Um, for those that this is, like, their first time being on, like, network primetime television, right? To be on a show, then have that show gets canceled. That could either be a good thing. Like, oh, hey, I saw you on Roseanne. You were good in those first three four episodes or you know whatever how many episodes have aired um you know we want to work with you there, right. there's work here for you right mm-hmm. or it could be like you know what you were on that roseanne show it gave us bad vibes <laughs> you know we're gonna go a different route or like however you know people tell you you're not gonna get the well, job when they're still trying to be nice to you well let's get into it um the actual tweet that uh got her show canceled um she was talking about uh 
I think her name's Jared Bar. No, no, not Bar. Valerie uh, Jared or something. Yeah. And then she, uh, what she said was, uh, she looks like a Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby. Yeah, yeah uh, Valerie. She, I think she's a uh, she's a former Obama uh, administrative, right? Uh, yeah. something, something, yeah, advisor something, or something, something like that. that. Now, mind yeah. you, this is Roseanne's like second or third time um, tweeting, uh, referencing like an African American person looking like an ape, right? Yeah. So she has a uh, there's a history of this very pro-Trump support. Yeah. There's a history of a lot of um, negativity towards like minority groups. Yeah. Um, it, it, there's a history of like a bit of bias, right? Yeah. And it's funny. I actually saw this video of this black guy defending Roseanne. And his point was other comedians, you know, Kevin Hart and Chris Rock and, uh, um, you know, Martin Lawrence and blah, blah, blah. They all make like racial jokes all the time and they don't lose their shows. Well, I think the difference here is, like, if I make, you know, a black joke, a white joke, an Asian joke, and it is in the spirit of humor, it's intended to make you laugh and not, like, you know, tear you down, that's very different than if I have a history of making racially charged comments that I then say are jokes, but it did have, like, a very negative uh, spirit to begin with, right? And, like, it, that's it's very easy for people to say, oh, it was a joke, like, on the back end, right? That's just yeah. the easiest cop-out. Right. Oh, no, no, that was just a joke. Well, you, you, know well who, you know who ruined all this, right? Or not ruined it, but uh, you know who created this crazy world we live in now in terms of this weird space between comedy and this is, these are just my beliefs, is Jon Stewart, uh, The Daily Show. Right. Um, that's what sort of made it cool to talk about political things but then throw humor into it and whenever people would question john stewart and i'm a huge john stewart fan don't get me wrong but whenever people would question him about hey you said so and so you're like dude i'm a fucking comedian like don't fucking pay any attention to me like i'm just spitting jokes up here you know but that's his fucking beliefs you know and so it's like whenever somebody would say some shit he'd kind of hide behind not hide but he could always use that as an out like dude i'm just making a comedy show well the thing i think i think it, it was a joke um, but do the you, thing is, do you think like what, I'm sure what was, it was a joke? People, what was it what was, was a, a, you look and, like and this is this isn't this isn't even me. This is me really trying to understand like what was the humor in it. Well, all right, here's the thing. I think it was a joke. Well, it was a you look like joke. You look like boom, 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 whatever. But but we're the the reason why I can't stand. If she just said the Planet of the Apes, maybe I can get that right. But she also said the uh, Muslim Brotherhood because she's born in Iran. Valerie Jarrett. Right. Either way is is when you when you say somebody when you have the combination of the Muslim Brotherhood and then you have the Planet of the Apes, it's very obvious what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, to what I'm saying is, I think it was a joke. I think in one, it wasn't a joke. It wasn't funny, <laughs> and it's clearly super offensive. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like that doesn't take away from it being a joke, but just y- jokes have consequences. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't think it's a situation. What well, it doesn't really matter if it was a joke or not. Yeah. Because that's that's the point of it. All right, fine, Roseanne. It was a joke. Mm-hmm. The consequences are still gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> the fallout. Well, the the cancellation of the show all that stuff well, I, I have two takes on it the first being when i initially saw this and i was initially sort of trying to process what was going on because it was crazy it was like a fucking it i hadn't even seen the story until this uh uh the show was canceled like literally i saw it was i saw the can, uh, show was canceled and it was only like hours before that I had seen something briefly about 
Roseanne making comments. And I was like, this can't be true. Yeah, they I got notifications on my canceled phone. Canceled the goddamn show, show because she canceled. made some Twitter comments. That's yeah. crazy. That's insane. Because that's my first reaction. Is But then I actually read what she said and I was like, I can't defend that. Like, <laughs> like usually I try to find like some way to defend it or some way to like, not even defend it, but like I try to look at it from a different angle giving the person the biggest benefit of the doubt but there's no translation of that comment and it, and it, with the and especially coming from Roseanne that I'm like mm, it, there's no way I can it's I can funny though because one. um like a few days before that I was thinking about the show and I was like because I know we had watched the first episode I was like um I want to watch a couple more episodes um and then like a couple of days later I find out that it's canceled and I'm like, well, fuck it now <laughs> because I knew, yeah. I knew it was going to get a season two. Um, yeah, and yeah. I had like, I don't necessarily, I didn't agree with everything they were saying yeah. in the shows, but I liked the style of comedy that it had. I felt like it yeah. was one of those shows from back in the day where you could say yeah. things yeah, yeah. It was, that you can't say now. So I'm, I'm going to check a couple more episodes out. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I mean, that, it, that's done. It wasn't, yeah, it was, it was a decent episode or it was a decent show. Uh, just out, out of the context of looking at Roseanne, it was a decent show. Uh, but my initial reaction to it was, I don't know if this was an, uh, a cancellation, uh, um, if this was worthy of a cancellation. But then I started to think about it, right? Because the reason why I was like, it's terrible to cancel the show is because, oh man, all those people are going to get fired from their jobs, right? But that's what fucking happens when you hit your wagon to somebody who's crazy you go as they go right yeah. so you like everybody this isn't her first time making a comment like this what you have to do is do your due diligence on people right you have to you have to know who you're getting in bed with right otherwise you end up in situations like this where your whole shit's fucked up because somebody says something wild and crazy and this is like well you probably should have known that person was capable of saying something wild and fucking crazy um and so at first I felt bad for the people who were, cause it's like the production people feel bad for, right? Because right. it's like, they thought that they had a guaranteed job for at the very minimum. Somebody two, went and bought three, a new house. Four, <laughs> a new somebody, car. somebody who's down at casino live, like, yo, <laughs> bet it all on black. All right. No pun intended. <laughs> um, you know, uh, you know, so at first I feel bad for them, but not so much because it's like, yo, you know, you know who the person leading your ship is like, you know, that person. Uh, and then on top of that, my, my second sort of reaction to it is, uh, almost to you, what you're saying, Lorraine is we need to, we need, and I'm all for comedy. Like I'll give, and I, and I, and I have like the thickest skin ever. Like I'm all for like racial jokes and, and what yet, but it has to what i always judge people on is intent right when you say a joke like that right or what can be perceived perhaps perhaps that's your thing it's like oh that's a joke guys get over it fine but when you have a history of saying things of that nature and your true intent is not just to be like get a couple laughs but your true intent is to throw specific daggers at a particular sect of people you stop. You you have to stop hiding behind. Uh, it was a joke, and just say this is how I feel. Just live your truth. You know, there's no right. reason that you have to say, "Oh, well, this is uh, this is all a joke, and it yeah. was funny, and I thought I'd make people laugh with this." It's like, well, I mean, like that's okay. that's true to us, but like people who are cowardly are going to hide behind that it was a joke, right? Yeah. Like, pe- like people want to be, able- and that's why you have like 
if you look on the internet, YouTube comments, Facebook, like Facebook comments, and just anywhere on the internet, there are all these like racist people hiding behind like <laughs> yeah. you know these like emoji you know uh or, or like you know with fake pictures up or like an animated picture. I got oh i right got now. i got a story yeah. for you guys so somebody posted online and uh, i'll keep his name out of this because i ironically enough i might want to invite him onto the show so we'll we might have to talk about that later but uh he posted this picture of uh whoopi goldberg with a picture of trump uh trump blowing his head out like whoopi's in the the picture with it you know and it's trump blowing his head out um and i immediately i just shoot back photoshopped and then i put the real picture of whoopi down there because it was easily debunkable like it was an easy thing all you have to do is do any sort of minimum amount of research and uh you'd find out that this picture was fake it was photoshopped So that's what I typed back. And then it began this onslaught of comments that he was making. And he's like, you know what? That was a mistake. I own it. But I stick by what I said. Like he, in, the, in, the, in the actual text of the thing, he said, this is why liberals and, you know, hypocrisy because you guys are going to fire Roseanne from her job because of this. But then you won't fire Whoopi because of that. And it's just like, clearly that was photoshopped. And I'm pretty sure you knew that ahead of time before you posted this. So you knew yeah. it was fake. Um and then once more, and then he went back and forth like a lot of other people. I chose not to engage because that's just not productive in terms of just sitting on your computer and typing shit um, or on your phone. But then he reposted the picture without the commentary. So it was like somebody else posted that same picture and he basically just reposted that. I'm like, now you're you're it's clear that you're purposeful in what you're doing. It's right. not. There is no, I'm joking. Oh, I thought this yeah. was funny. Oh, like, oh, I didn't know. You knew what, exactly what you're, like, there is intent behind what you're doing. And whether you're conservative, whether you're liberal, it doesn't matter. I can have a disagreement on somebody based on principles. Like, I, I don't necessarily understand or agree with your thought process how to solve a particular problem, right? Yeah. But I will respect if you have integrity. Yeah. I will respect that, right? It's- so you know what you know what you know why that is though. I think people now or for whatever reason now it's acceptable to if you do something wrong all you guys do is say I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, actually I think that's the worst thing you can do right now. Wait, well, keep listening. Yeah. So like or it was a joke mm-hmm. or like I it was unintentional. I didn't mean it, right? So case in point um and I think Roseanne what happened with Roseanne was uh very quick and and, and severe, right? But when you look at, let's look at politicians, for example, right? They can, uh, I think it was like the director of the EPA at one point, um, the guy who was flying his mistress around, like, you oh, know, Scott Pruitt. To Scott Pruitt, to like, he was flying her to Singapore and France and blah, 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 and all of these different beautiful countries and these expensive trips and spent like $400,000 of taxpayer money. Um, you know, on personal business, right? Yeah. And what happened to this guy? He said, I'm sorry. I uh, I mishandled those funds. Won't happen again. I'll pay back. And, and this is what he did. He said, I'll pay back the money, right? So but what he ultimately did was pay back the value of his seat only. So he spent like $400,000 of taxpayer yeah. money, but he paid back $25,000 or something like right. that because that was the value of his seat. <laughs> yeah, so that's that not blatant th- shit though. Like bl- yeah. it's like all out in public. And you're just like, I'm just going to fuck yeah. with you. But you know what? It, it all got washed under the rug. Why? Because he said he's sorry. Yeah. And he paid back a little bit of the money and people, mm-hmm. people accept that. And like another example is like when, you know, you see these, 
police officers and like you know gunning down kids right and they can say you know what is the easiest cop out for a cop <laughs> and it's funny i thought it was a gun cop or... out i thought he had a gun on me my life i felt my life was in yeah. danger or, or he reached for my weapon but i, I blah, wonder blah, blah. You know that, what I, that's the equivalent of you, i'm sorry you know what i do wonder though is how much of that is actually true and how much of it is them just saying that just because so for instance with the philando castile thing where uh uh, uh philando he, he was in the car and uh he was reaching for he's like hey i'm carrying i'm going to be reaching I just want to let you know that before I reach for yeah. my whatever. Yeah, yeah. You can he see that the right. you can see that the officer like even in the video like I think what the officer did was clearly like he should have went to jail. Like there's yeah, just no absolutely. doubt about yeah, that. Right? That was a murder. Um, that was a murder. And his kid was in the back seat. But you could see that the officer was actually scared for his like he was scared. He didn't know what to do. Now I think that that's a completely different conversation in terms of why you're an officer. You're supposed to in those situations you're supposed yeah. to use your you're supposed to use you're your training. Yeah, you're training. To follow well, proper protocol. And then one could argue that your training is just fucked up. Then if that's how you react in that situation, yeah. then I don't know who the fuck trains you. I think, that's I think several things. Just follow just your reacting. training. Uh, you know, go if you're afraid, then step away from the vehicle, call back up, go right. through proper protocol. Right. And why are you on the police force if you're a fucking exactly and the other thing is that we have people policing in areas where they are afraid of the people exactly in those areas you shouldn't be policing that area they already have a perception of the people in the neighborhoods that they're policing you're ready to pull out so they're already on it so that's why I wonder what do they get to do they get to say I'm sorry but that's what I wonder right is if if uh, uh, living in yeah yeah, uh, living in hindsight is he really sorry? Like, you know what I mean? Like, does he really regret that? You know, at the end of the day. Uh, but before we go any too further, uh, as as usual, Arain has to uh, destroy the vibe that we have here. <laughs> and uh, yeah, um, I, I gotta, he's got to peace out. Check out early. But this has been a good. Uh, this has been a good conversation. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, okay, so we'll uh, we'll let you go, Arain. Thank yes, you for yes. coming through. I will be on the next episode next friday episode <laughs> yeah we'll wait and see about that yeah we'll uh we'll, no, no, we'll, we'll I'll be, I'll definitely be on yeah. the friday episode for sure <laughs> yeah uh all right, so yeah all right man all right, my dude. All right, my G. Oh, this is how real the fade podcast is you actually hear yeah the, the, daps. the daps yeah yeah, yeah yeah the daps are unmistakable uh uh what's uh yeah you're only gonna be able to pick up this mic that's why you're Oh yeah, yeah. About to say because I, I thought I wasn't even hearing it. No, nah, yeah. So, yeah. so unless you want to swing around here, you nah, it's fine. Here. Okay, I'm good right so here. So I'm just gonna kill this mic. All right, that was at 34 minutes. Okay. Uh, all right. Back to our regularly scheduled program. Um, yeah, yeah. So to wrap up this conversation about Roseanne Barr, man. Um, you know, uh, I think I again, I, I thought it was. When I first looked at the situation, I thought it was extreme that they canceled the show. But now looking back on it, it's like, look, everybody should have known who they were in bed with. And she is not short of controversial statement. Like she's done and said stuff like that before. So it's not. And and honestly, it's kind of hypocritical of ABC to now cancel the show. And it's just like she's done it before. And you didn't seem to have so much of a problem in it when nobody was paying attention. But now that people's eyes are on Roseanne and people uh, see what she's tweeting. They they can go back and they can look. Now you want to go ahead and say, you know what? On principle, we're going to go ahead and cancel the show. It's like you didn't give a yeah. fuck before. Well, I think um, 
I, I kind of have two feelings about it. I, I mean, I, I do think it's extreme, but uh, I think you have to be extreme now because you, you have to make examples of people that things like racism. Yeah. Um, yeah but what, what I'm saying is like, it's kind of like fake a little bit because it's like you knew who Roseanne was. It wasn't as if Roseanne was hiding. She clearly let you know exactly what she was all about. And you uh, took that gamble when nobody look, went back and looked at her Twitter history and nobody gave a fuck. Right. But everybody pays attention to her now, now that she's back on TV. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I'm not, I won't fault them for that. I mean, you know, people are allowed to, to, be bad people or say but the, but things that's, and but then that's, but that don't, don't like i'm curious as to why you think that that's okay because it's like then why are we mad at what she said now what did she say before did she say anything on yeah she level? well she yeah she she made comments like you know uh i'd have to go back and look at exactly what it was uh you know comments that uh, were alluding to like black people looking like apes and all that other stuff but then also even outside of that just she's made just dangerous not even dangerous i wouldn't even say dangerous but like just like uh comments that would get people in an uproar and it's just like just because nobody was paying attention to her that's why nobody gave a fuck yeah i mean i i don't think i necessarily fault them i mean you you can look point the finger at them or or say to them like all right hey look you you knew what you did right here you knew this person's history Mm -hmm. um i won't go that far as far as them but Mm -hmm. i think the move to uh cancel the show definitely sets the example of what would what will and won't be and what shouldn't be tolerated as far as uh um racism uh homophobia these different type of things what do you think about people comparing roseanne the whole roseanne situation to the nfl situation um in terms of people saying um oh we're all for them firing roseanne or canceling roseanne but they're not for the NFL owners uh, banning protest. Uh, you saying so? Okay, so people, you're saying so someone could be for firing Roseanne, but also not for banning the protest. Yeah, like it's almost to be they're kind of being hypocrites in a way. And yeah, it, I mean, and, and and don't get me wrong. Before I even go any further, I would say there's hypocrites on both sides, right? Because there's people who were all about the NFL banning protest, but completely against them canceling Roseanne. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess everything isn't always... It's it's hard to always just put a blanket on something. Like, if or if you're for protests, you gotta be for her, ha- for her keeping her show, or if you're, 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 uh, or if you're against protests, then you're with the show. If you're, if you're for protests, then you're with the cancellation. You know, there, there might be people who feel differently about each, uh, each topic separately. Um, but, the fact that uh, they I, all right. So as far all right, the NFL, they they didn't really all right. They banned the protests, but I will give them credit, and I do like the fact that they said, "Hey, you can stay in the locker room." You know what I mean? Because I think that also shows uh, your protest right there when you're not out. What are your thoughts on that? Wait, say the other one, sir. The fact that they're they're saying, "Hey, you can't kneel, <laughs> but you can stay in the locker room." In some ways, I, I actually like think that's. It's actually even worse if you stay in the locker room because then you're just like, I really don't give a fuck. Right? Yeah, you're shit. still because you're still really showing your protest yeah. by not coming out. Yeah, that, and the, yeah, I didn't really understand that. It was like that's even worse than just kneeling. So yeah, I, it wasn't a big deal to oh, me. Oh, you know what I think they were hoping for? What people just won't notice, right? So if you do, you don't notice when yeah, your right, right. player is not on the stairs, like 
like and plus you're gonna be just sitting in a cheap seat so your drunk ass isn't gonna be able to notice that fucking uh the lineman for the Detroit Lions isn't on the field because but he's you, protesting. You know, um they didn't always do the national anthem at the start of games. It wasn't until um about nine eleven mm-hmm. after nine eleven. And then that was only because the military paid for uh uh leagues and then really? um I think they do do they do it in baseball? Yeah, I know no, they, they did do it before football. every sporting game. But yeah, yeah, they started paying um, Except people for maybe soccer. because it was this whole uh, patriot rush, you know, to be patriotic. So wait, wait was, when did they do the national anthem? If it wasn't before, I could have sworn they did. Uh, no, no, it wasn't till it wasn't till about after um, around nine eleven. Yeah, are you sure? I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I remember watching games in like the nineties and like. Like they like that's how like they had like Whitney Houston do like the national anthem. Well, I think I think maybe they always did it for like the Super Bowl or or some big games, but it wasn't every game like it is now. Oh, there, okay. there was a time, um, and I, I think I'm accurate in saying after nine eleven. Yeah, I could be off on the date, mm-hmm. but there was a time when um, you there was no national anthem and players stayed in the locker room until kickoff. You know? hmm. So Very interesting, and it was all really because the military started paying. Uh, leagues to um have the national anthem to to put out uh how can you even pay the league for that like what do you do you just send them a check and say do I, this I guess so I, I don't know the whole process of shit. it yeah. I wonder how much that costs <laughs> yeah no. but but I mean you, you 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 make that you make that money back when people are joining the army and Would the you? marines and I don't or, know. Or however, they make well, how, their money. how does yeah how does that logic work? But, like but you watch a fucking I, I don't know how they make you watch money. an anthem, a yeah, national anthem I mean, before a game. And you're just like I'm gonna go enlist after this. Well, yeah, especially no, especially after nine eleven. <laughs> yeah, okay, after nine eleven, sure. You you you. But I don't I don't know anyway. I don't know how I don't know how like but anybody would have been uh, willing to sign up literally for any uh, any reason after nine yeah. eleven, right? But see now now you you can't stop it. You know what I mean? You can't just like oh, we're gonna fade away yeah, from what if doing they, yeah I wonder, national anthem because before to be to be perfectly honest, <laughs> that's the real way to dead the whole situation. Exactly. Well, and this is why this is why I, what I'm talking about right. This is how I know that because they were like. They they need to just stop it because they didn't. It was a like a former football player talking. He was like, they need to stop it because at a certain time back when I was playing, they didn't even have the national anthem before games. You know, we just uh, stayed in the locker rooms. Until what player is that? I I forget. Man, I listen to so many sports talk shows, <laughs> but um, uh, who you know who was I listening to? Uh, I was listening to one podcast. You know, you know, um, Phil Sims mm-hmm. played for the Giants. Yeah, his son has a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris uh, Sims. Yeah, um, and uh, some guy named Lefko, something like that. But he had his um father on, and I think his father was talking about that too. But um, uh, I've I've heard it from a lot of uh, a lot of people. But back in the day, man, they just stayed in the locker room. There was no national anthem, and now they have one. They just they really just do need to get rid of it, uh, because you know it's a lot of bullshit behind it, and the fact yeah. that there's money behind it, that's the crazier part to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I. I don't really understand. I don't understand what it's supposed to solve. Like, and then on top of that too, it's like, you're not even trying to pay attention to the actual issue that's being protested. Like I, I have my own issue with just protests in general in terms of, I just don't know how effective they are in today's society. I can understand like back in like the sixties or seventies, like you would have these large groups of people gather and that was powerful because it took a lot to pull that many people together. Right. Right now, all somebody got to do is send out a tweet and you got 
a thousand people lined up ready to go to work you know what mm-hmm. i mean and so it's much more common nowadays and so that takes away from its potency and so i don't know how effective that it is at the end of the day because there have been countless marches against like trump and the administration and all that they ain't changing jack shit they don't give a flying fuck about any of that shit i think um, you, you still just <clears> have to show numbers for a cause and maybe the cause maybe you won't kick down the door tomorrow yeah but eventually you will and i think maybe that's where we're at with protests it's not that tomorrow this is going to change because we got together yeah but two years from now three years from now yeah maybe, well, maybe we'll you, see you, some kind of change. you know what i think it might be a really interesting move by the players because to me this is just a slap in not just the people who wanted to protest but just a slap in all their faces that's saying if you even dare speak out against uh what we even like if, if you go against whatever the brand is so right now the nfl is all about the brand like shield. it's it's all about the shield you know don't disrespect the shit it's like they don't give a fuck about the flag they're like don't disrespect the shield don't fuck up our money you know right that's what it is that's yeah. what it's about um uh or at least perceived because I, I think they're trying to solve an issue that really wasn't i don't think caused by the protest i think it was just people just didn't for whatever reason like the last couple of years people just haven't been fucking with televised shows and then even going out to the games i don't know what the fuck's going on with the nfl but it seems like it's been a dip and i don't think it's because of the five people who stopped watching the nfl because of (laughs) you know because of the protests um but the more curious thing to me is what if the players decided to just sit out the season see that would then things get real interesting crazy that would be like the biggest, boldest, most magnis- magnificent move that they could make, but I, I don't see them doing it, man. But but why? Like, like what's to me? What's the what's like? What are what are the owners going to do? Or what are the owners going to be like? Oh, okay, fine. We're not going to have a season. You're are you telling me that they're that attached to this idea that they're just willing to either not have a season or two willing to ship in just random fucking players from the Canadian league to play for an NFL season? And you know the thing, not even not even everybody has to sit out. If you get the biggest stars, no, I think everybody's gonna sit out. If you if if a hundred of the best players, okay, and you know why? Out. You know why I'm thinking everybody has to sit out because what it, what is last year or the last few seasons taught us is like the ship goes on without you because of injuries, right? So you can have the biggest stars sit out, and people are still gonna at least to some relative degree show up to the games, um, and uh, you know. But you know, it's it's going to be a snowball effect. I I don't think you would ever get everyone to sit out. um, I think you immediately. Yeah. But you you could see down the road more people sitting out if if like if you got fifteen big stars to sit out, sitting out, then it's like a domino effect. Yeah, snowball effect. But um, I say domino effect. You say snowball. (laughs) Which one's going to win? Say. Uh, I I would like to see that, man. I, I wish they could um unifying that way but a lot of people man yeah they got I, kids I think, they're thinking about man i got kids i got this mortgage man you just got this check for about two million dollars you'll be, <laughs> right, right. you be, you be all right for a few straight. months don't straight. worry straight with your hundred thousand dollars yeah 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 yeah. it's like <laughs> look at me trying to count somebody else's pockets right uh but yeah i i don't know it, it's just to me it's just dumb on the the uh the side of the owners to do this because then you provoke like it's like basically you give credence to what they were saying what they were basically you know everybody who's against the protest are saying, Oh, this is disrespectful to the flag. And it's like, it doesn't have anything to do with the flag or the national anthem. Like it's got everything to do with the fact that this is peaceful demonstrate, uh, a, um, uh, a, a peaceful protest, uh, in the most benign way. Like it's, it's not like, 
the, the, if if you ever were gonna have a peaceful protest, like isn't this exactly what you would do? Right. Like, yeah. I don't I don't understand how this is somehow much worse than because what do they do? They move the goalposts, right? It's like okay, if you riot, oh it's terrible. Why are you destroying your own city? You shouldn't riot. Uh, if you peacefully march. Well, why are you peacefully marching? You're disturbing traffic. I can't get to work on time if you don't do that. If you, uh, 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 I don't know, do literally anything else. Oh, don't do that. And it's just like, okay, well, I'm taking a knee during a national anthem uh, during a football game so people can actually see that I'm taking a knee. And they're like, no, do that in your backyard on your own time. To it's me, like nobody's going to see that idiot. If you're against uh, everything Kaepernick was trying to do, um, you, you've drawn a line and you're telling me that you think the, the national anthem is more important than black people. That's yeah. That's you're, effectively you're, you're what you're telling saying. me that. Well, <laughs> you're, and you're effectively saying that I genuinely don't care about whatever issue yeah. you're talking about. I don't give a fuck. You will stand no matter what. And it's like, just like, huh? You're, you're ruining the game for me. My my viewing experience. Yeah, I game. don't like, understand it. Hold on, wait. <laughs> there, there's a whole race of people over here getting asked with by police. We're just trying to well, shine a light, and you, you're worried well, about the game. Well, the no. The, what the funniest thing is is like, yo, dudes are at the fucking concession stand. Getting fucking uh, fried Twinkies and shit. Right. During and, the fucking anthem. Yeah, during the anthem. Phone. And you're like, oh, no, but the players have to stand because uh, America. And it's, huh? A, a couple, um, a few years ago, I thought we had a, our organization, a 49ers organization. It was, I, I hated us. Like, as far as the uh, the top uh, people in the, in the organization go after the hardball thing. Um, but I, I really got to give Jed York big points lately um, because what he said he's going to do. He didn't vote in the, um, whether to the protest thing that they just, uh, put out as far as the new ruling on. Yeah. You haven't having to stand or stay in the locker room. Mm-hmm. He didn't vote, mm-hmm. but also what he said, they're not selling concessions during the anthem either. And oh, I really got to respect hard. that. Yeah. Because you're saying if we're, if we're going to have to do X, Y, Z, y'all going to have to do X, Y, Z too. Yeah. If, if, if we're really supposed to be uh, at attention for this anthem thing. Yeah. Then we're not making the money. You're yeah. not going and getting a beer. Yeah. No, motherfucker, pay attention. Oh, yeah. If that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. No, so I, can I respect really like that. that. That's a respectable move. I can respect it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, even outside of this, uh, I'm trying to figure out what's the uh, what's the new show I should be watching right now. What's a new show you should be watching? What's right a new now? show? What's a new? What's a new? You oh, know. you know what? Um, there's this show called Explained explain on netflix and it's like explain explain (laughs) is i I really like it because it's a quick watch it's like 16 to 20 minutes they Mm -hmm. have a new episode every wednesday um which i think that's something new for netflix oh wait is it the thing by vox i'm not sure yeah it's basically when they go over like some topic and yeah yeah, like a little yeah yeah i think i've seen this yeah Yeah, i think they have it on youtube they got yeah yeah they go over some topics it's cool but vox is kind of uh how should i put this Vox is super slanted one way, and it's just like sometimes I'm a little weary when things are well, so slanted one way. You say you saw an episode? Yeah, I, I think I saw the first one. Whatever the first the monogamy one, was. one. Yes, I saw yeah. monogamy. Yeah, yeah. Well, what did you think about that? I thought it was alright. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, yeah. I, I thought it was interesting. Um, they go yeah. over the history of marriage and monogamy and the different stages we've seen where people first didn't marry for love it was all about uh financial reasons or you know trying to marry in, marrying into family marrying mm-hmm. up uh what do you what do you think about monogamy I, I think it's i think it's unnatural really as humans 
Yeah, I, I, I don't. That's why the divorce rate is so high. I mean, that's why you have to force yourself to to be monogamous. I mean, I, I'm not saying I don't agree with it. I agree with um, monogamy, but I do think it's an unnatural thing uh, that you gotta you gotta force yourself to be. And the fact is, I think we're the no. Nah, I would actually. I think there are maybe like two other animals that mm-hmm. are monogamous. Oh, oh what that, that's what they said from the, the from yeah. The, they were like the tapeworms. They bond yeah. for life or some shit like that. But it, it is an unnatural thing for real to be monogamous. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. I uh, yeah, I don't know. I I kind of go back and forth. I think on one hand, yeah, I think it it does go against our very nature. But at the same time, there's there's a weird and I want to I'm going to use a word spiritual, but I think that's the wrong word I'm trying to use. There's I think there's something that happens to people when they attach themselves to too many other people. It's like you get like you get lost in the shuffle, like you yourself get like lost in the shuffle of other people. Right, so it's yeah. like if you're always constantly shoveling people in and out, it's like I feel like you lose you in that case. And it can get very expensive. <laughs> Not to like, mention your accountants looking ten, at you like, a week. <laughs> hey, bro, you gonna have to shut this Tinder down for a while. All right. No, I mean, I, I did find that, man, sometimes um, like being single and uh, dealing with uh, different women or whatever. It can it can get expensive, man. Cause you're always you're always trying you're always doing something, going somewhere. You're always out. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Shit. <laughs> you just want to chill sometimes, and maybe just be either by yourself or just with one person. But man, yeah, I, I found that's I found that when I was when you're single, man. It's it's uh it can get costly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, hundred percent. Being but you know what? Being in a relationship again. So I really didn't feel like there's no avoiding it yeah. unless you're just celibate and you're just like, all right, namaste. Nah, I, yeah. I, I think that's a yoga term. <laughs> yeah, that's a yoga term. <laughs> um, no, that last episode though that I actually watched was um talking about like uh the black dollar and uh black just, dollar. Like what, uh like uh just economics. Um no, no, just just economics, the disparity between um uh, white people and black people as far as um economics and everything but they were just telling me things that I didn't even realize you you know you know the saying there's things you know there's things you don't know and there's things you don't even know you don't or you don't even know you know or whatever yeah um yeah it was one of those moments where I saw the things that I didn't even know that I didn't know like uh and they, they had pointed out something um, that was real interesting. They were like, uh, you know, black people who graduate from college still make a lot or a lot less money. Well, they don't make a lot less money, but their wealth doesn't go as far as like white kids who graduate from college. And that's because... As far as in how? Well, that's because, all right, if you're a white kid, you graduate from college, chances are your parents did, your cousins, some of your friends some of your siblings um if you're a black kid that graduates from college it's a chance are that you're the only one in your network Mm -hmm. between your friends your family um so you're you're making money now people are borrowing money from you you're constantly giving money whereas uh, a white kid graduates nobody's asking for money 
You know what I mean? Mm. Everyone in the circle has money. He's able to. I'm gonna need to see the the studies about that. I mean, yeah, you you can definitely find the studies, but even just me saying that, see, it, it does make so much sense because I, I I think it as a general application, maybe, but in terms of like, I think that's very anecdotal, right? Because we, yeah, like I, because I, like I know plenty of white people who their families are like their family members within their family that are like leeches that you know are constantly asking for money yeah and doing sure yeah, i'm not saying that it doesn't happen but yeah. uh i think if you look at it from a if you zoom out <laughs> and really look at it yeah that's probably a, a very likely situation yeah, yeah I, I would tepidly agree but i would need to see that oh yeah for that sure. information um, yeah no up. just go watch the episode man yeah. um they'll they'll go more into the numbers and the the statistics and i mean yeah. and then you can do your own research too i mean you always yeah. have to do your own research yeah that's you, that's what i'm thinking i, I, I want to do because and but that's why i like because because places like vox they do they do a good job in what they do but i see them sort of like how i see and i'm going to use this example but it's going to be a bad example but like fox news but I'm going to shoot that with the disclaimer of Fox News is just pure propaganda. They just lie just habitually. It's just it's almost second nature for them to just tell complete untruths. Right. But. What they do is they can skew shit to work in their favor. Like, so there's no doubt that I'm sure that there's some truth to like the whole thing that they were saying uh, in terms of, uh, you know, looking at it from a, a macro level okay they're you know the white kids who graduate from college they can kind of hold on to their wealth a little more because everybody else in their family is probably doing decently enough where they don't have to like ask them for shit and they're not like the sole sort of breadwinners of their family in terms of okay now i can start stacking wealth rather than just constantly distributing that wealth and i'm saying wealth but i just mean like funds um, but there are ways you can manipulate shit to like, like this is kind of why I hate when people say, uh, or use statistics as facts, right? Because hey, you can make a say way, whatever you want. Exactly. Uh, so th- there's yeah. the saying, um, women lie, men lie, numbers don't. Mm, but they kind of do. <laughs> I say <laughs> men lie, women lie, but numbers can be manipulated. So you can make them say Very anything true. you want. You can make a number lie. That also sounds like a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what did I already say earlier? This oh, I got. I wrote it down too. Uh, damn. Hold on. I'll, you keep talking, I'll find it. Yeah, but um, no, you know what we oh, should Oh, respect do. my transition. That's what I said. No, that wait. That's not what... um. No, Rain says something earlier though. I oh, think I was talking about the airport thing. I'm so self-absolved. I didn't see that. I just caught my own. Uh, and you commented on. You were like, you were like, it sounds like a t-shirt. He said something. Fuck. We're gonna uh, have to go I, back. I, I, it was I, I, at the start of episode. Yeah. Um, nah, you know it would be a dope idea though, especially because it's such a quick watch and there's a new episode out every Wednesday. Um, to watch it and and to yeah. talk about uh that episode and what we thought about it. Yeah, 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 maybe even. I feel like we've said that with a lot of different things, and we just never like actually oh, well, done we it. We should stick to it this one. I mean, it's although we kind of did watch. that with Atlanta, but we didn't. Uh, yeah, we weren't strictly was... talking about it every week, but yeah. Um, well, this this could be our chance. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, there's one other thing I want to kind of get into before um before we hit the road here on this uh great Friday night. Um, uh, th- there 
there was a movie um it's it's called um uh, amateur um and it was made it was made by uh, the uh, founder of No Film School, and I believe his name is Ryan Koo. I'm going to say his name is. Um, and the reason why I wanted to kind of talk about it uh, was because uh, he he's doing this really cool thing where he's kind of taking us through the journey of what it took for him to actually make the, the film. Um, and it's this, this basketball film about uh, a teenager who he's this sort of high school phenom and he gets sort of caught up in the world of like, you know, bribes and people offering him money and mm-hmm. yada, yada. Uh, and so but uh, what was cool about it is that uh, for those who don't know, no film school is basically uh, uh, a space that you can go to to find out just a, a relentless amount of information about how <clears throat> how to go about to uh, make a film school without having, you know, a film school uh, background. Um, and it gives you all these DIY tips and they write constant articles and they review videos that sort of help you along this road. But even he found it extremely difficult to get a a feature film made and so this sort of speaks to how hard it is to make a film and so every time i'm like yo this film was trash it's like i kind of have to like think like it might have been trash but jesus christ this might go through hell to try to get that shit made i you know i I don't know like the uh entire process of what it really takes to get a film out there but you said he went through like what like 80 what were you Oh yeah, yeah. He uh he had to reach out to about eighty potential um, um, investors or partners uh, in order to get the the funding for the film. So he went through all these all this process, and he ended up getting uh, partnering up with uh, Netflix that they said they would help produce the film. Do you know what the uh, the budget was? I actually don't know what the budget. Let me see. Maybe if I can find the uh, the budget for the. Um, film. while you're looking for that, I got yeah. a theory. Sure. I got a theory. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you don't. You haven't watched any of Power, because no. this this uh this movie stars uh, um shoot what's the damn kid's name? Michael Rainey. Yeah, Michael Rainey, uh, Jr. Uh, but uh, okay, so in Power, right? Mm-hmm. He is in the last season. Uh, he plays basketball. He's a high school basketball star. Um, and in the last season, he's going to off to another school to, to kind of get away from what's this going on. Power. Right this, is, this is in power. Hmm. Interesting. I think this is a spinoff mm-hmm. of power because he goes to the other school. Mm-hmm. Now he's there playing basketball, mm-hmm. doing whatever. Boom. Mm-hmm. That's what this movie is. Yeah, I know this is supposed to be Conspiracy Theory Friday. Yeah. But no, that is that no, couldn't be further that, that couldn't this be further it. from the truth. Okay. This is, this is it. All right, you keep riding with that idea. This is it. It's a power <laughs> spinoff right here. <laughs> that would be a good way to sort of market your movie. Is to uh, dress it up as a uh, power spinoff. Uh I don't know why power is that popular. It's I watched a couple episodes. It is really not that good. You're dumb. Significantly not that good. You dumb. Okay, fair Which enough. Which episode did you watch? Do you remember what? I don't. Was? I don't know. I I I just saw uh, Taraji P. You can't. You can't. What? She she's not even in power. Oh shit! Power. Oh wait! I thought we, I thought he was on. Empire. I thought he was on Empire. No, he's on power. 
Oh. Place Tariq. Okay. Oh, is he the one that everybody was like, "Yo, he fuck shit up." Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. What spoiler, did he do? I don't, he got his sister spoiler shot. alert. Sloppy. Because he was a fucking punk, and his sister, well, she was dumb too for doing this. I mean, well, all right, that it goes to the conversation. Is something dumb or brave? I have watched Power a little bit. She, a little um, bit power. she stepped up to a guy who bad guy, and <laughs> she got shot, and because Tariq wasn't handling things like he should have. Being a little punk. Um, and that really sucked. Yo, the worst thing happened, right, while I'm watching the episode, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm watching the episode, and I, like, sit on the remote, or I hit it, and I hit the fast-forward button, but not, like, fast-forward the, like, the jump button, where it'll jump, like... <laughs> you jump to, like, right like to that... two minutes or something. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. jump right... It, it, no, we jump, like, ten minutes, and it jumped right to seeing her get shot, and I'm like, oh, shit, like... <laughs> What the fuck? Yeah, that's like, because you didn't see that like coming from where I was in the episode. It's yeah, not like yeah, oh yeah, shit, yeah. I think like she's gonna get shot in ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So to see that, I was like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> but um, yeah. I, was, I just rewound and went back. Did you find the yeah. number though? Or? No, I didn't. Uh, but you know, it's because it's a smaller movie. Why I think there's not uh, a huge amount of information out there for it, um, and plus it's a fairly new movie. Uh, and so those type of things uh, tend to be a little harder to find. Uh, I wasn't able to immediately find um, the, the budget for it. But in, in any case, I mean, you know, wh- whatever the case is, as far as the budget goes, I think that it's really it's tough, man, uh, to make a movie. Because for those who don't know how the process is, is basically there kind of is no process is you uh you basically try to find money however and wherever you can um and you do that by going to individual investors production companies uh producers um uh and they try to find that those funds wherever they can and and they then sometimes it's a patchwork sometimes or and then also too sometimes it's not even like that they're giving money but that they're they're giving they're attaching their names to things like so for instance if you see somebody as an executive producer or something um that person may have pretty much nothing to do with the film but they attach their name to it in order to help sort of package and sell the film you know right yeah um uh, and so, you know, because if you, if you go and talk to a potential investor and you say, hey, I have and I'm just using this. I always wonder a, what the hell an executive producer did. It just well, it did it, sound it, like a bullshit it, title. It, it's it's sort of it, it's sort of fluid. Right. It's, so whether you're talking about a producer or an executive producer or like a line, well, a line producer is a little more specific. But um, when you're talking about these things it can mean different things. Like it doesn't necessarily mean, so it's so for, for instance, if somebody's an executive producer, right? It could mean they have absolutely nothing to do with the film and they just attach their name to it or that they, they put their money behind the film. Um, and they're just giving, uh, giving a producer credit or I think, could, I think every episode we should, uh, define one of these things that people just don't know. Like, you know, you see the credits yeah, <laughs> and then you see some, um, job description, like the hell that person does. <laughs> yeah. We need to pick one and just <laughs> find the definition for what that person does. Well, it, we, it's, it's because there's so many hands in the pot for, for film, you know, uh, like if you've ever sat behind one of these adventure movies and just, you know, and you're forced to sit there and, and watch the, the credits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
you just it never ends you know there's just so many people that do so many different things that's just like it's a fucking know, miracle that any of this longer and longer credits <laughs> <laughs> my credits just get longer and longer <laughs> especially with the uh, uh like marvel movies and uh, yeah, Avengers yeah, yeah because there's so many people and yeah uh, just the cgi and then the location yeah 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 like, fuck that shit is really long yeah, the, the whole process is just crazy, man. Uh, like, so for instance, um, what you would do in order to get a film made, you would uh, you would first try to attach somebody to the film. So, like, this is if you're a first-time either screenwriter or director or whatever the case is, right? Your first thing is to get that script done and then to get somebody attached to the film so whether it's a big star and i had a very interesting conversation with somebody else the other day about this but i'll, I'll get i'll come back to that in one sec um or i might as well talk about it now um we were talking about uh representation in hollywood and how you know minorities obviously don't get represented as much as like say you know their white counterparts um and his argument was yeah well you know uh I can't really respect some of these movies because they don't have the people that they're even supposed to have in it. So, for instance, he the movie that he referred to was uh, all movies with Asians. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. So that's exactly what he was talking about. So he's talking about um, Ghost in the Shell with uh, Scarlett Johansson. How that's supposed to be uh, an Asian character, but obviously Scarlett Johansson, unless my eyes deceive me, is not Asian even remotely. Um, and so, uh, and so he was saying like, "Hey, yeah, I can't." really respect that movie if if they won't even put you know the people who it's supposed to be in in it my argument was that okay if i'm going to go out and make a movie right and you're telling me and, and movies themselves aren't guarantees for getting your money back right people can invest in a movie and they might as well just be lighting that money on fire like the, the uh the in the dark knight when uh, the Joker lit all that fucking mm-hmm. money on fire, they might as well do that with their money. It, right. It, when you invest in a movie, because you're not sure where they're going to get that back. But uh, what happens is you attach these people to your movie so that you can have some estimation for, okay, I know this person did this much at the box office with a similar movie. So then I can reasonably expect that when we put this movie out, this is how much we might get back from that. Right. And that's still a guess at that. That's still just an estimate at that point of what you might potentially make, but that helps sure it up a little bit. So what would you prefer as a person who's going out directing this movie or, or producing this movie? Would you rather this completely unknown sort of, and I'm all, this is coming from the perspective of I'm all for unknowns being given a shot to see what they can do. But if you're dealing with these budgets of 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 million dollars, I don't know. I think I'd still be looking for that check in the mail if that check, you know, if that check's late on coming back. I think I'd still be, hey guys, I don't know. I think I might want that money back at some point in time. Yeah, you know? that, that's definitely a, um, a tough situation. It's yeah. like, because for whatever reason um, in America, uh, Asians just aren't, they're not casted because. I don't know. There's there's this. They don't have a draw. It seems. But why is that though? Because that because that know. that was my follow up to him. So his his issue was that hey, there's not enough representation. And my thing was, look, if if you tell me I can get a Scarlett Johansson in my movie and that's going to help my movie sell my movie and, right. and get it, then why wouldn't I do that? But then I was saying like, 
okay, then we need to take a look at the deeper problem, which is why aren't there minorities who are just as bankable? And even if they are, they're far and few in between, like Will Smith, completely bankable. You can guarantee that whatever Will Smith is probably going to uh, do well wherever it goes. Um, or and then after Will Smith, it gets a little cloudy. I, you know, who Denzel maybe is, Denzel, is the next up. Samuel um, Jackson. But what I mean. like what what black woman that you put in a movie you know is a bankable star? Maybe maybe you can say Taraji P yeah, Henson. Like she just like had top had, one right now. Yeah, she just had a what was the movie? Uh, Bad Mama or what was it called? Bad Jane or something, something. like that. Yeah. Um, she had what was the one before that I actually saw? Um. Uh, it's some word acrimony or yeah yeah I think that was it was some word I I only saw from I only know from watching that movie but uh I I don't know who else who else could we say um maybe John John Cho oh as far as someone what we talk about Asians he's he's like bankable he's pretty bankable you know who's uh, bankable uh, female right now black female um Octavia Spencer Tiffany Haddish I don't she's know. getting a lot of roles right now. Um, she's gotten one role. I mean, she's going to have some upcoming stuff. Like, so for well, instance, she's, she's got this movie with Kevin Hart right now too. Which uh, is it? Um, one on Netflix? The, no, no, no. It's like a cartoon or something. Is like it that? on Fox? No, no, no. But uh, it's with uh, Tracy Morgan called The Last OG. No, I haven't seen this. It's actually pretty funny. The, the concept of the show is uh, actually uh, real funny. Um. It's like this guy, right? Uh, he was he, uh, um, Morgan. Uh, what's his name? God, I just said his name and I lost it. The star. I I just said his name in the show. Oh, uh, Tracy, Tracy Morgan. Morgan yeah. yeah. So so he used to uh, sell drugs. He 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 ends up getting uh, arrested doing like uh, fifteen years or something like that. Then he comes back home to Brooklyn. <laughs> Brooklyn is just so different, different now. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. so he has to try to adjust to it. And uh, Tiffany Haddish plays uh, um, who his girl was at that time. Yeah. Now she's married to some white dude, got kids and everything. But it, it's a comedy. But it, it's funny as shit that uh, that whole idea. Cause yo, real talk. If you if you used to live in Brooklyn, yeah, you, and then you went away for fifteen years, you come it's unrecognizable. back. <laughs> like you're like, yo, what the hell is this? The fuck is this a Whole Foods right here? <laughs> um, but yeah, so she's starring in that show. Uh, second lead. Um, yeah, got some movies. I think she does have something on Netflix doing a voice, right? Yeah, yeah. She's she's doing a voiceover for some sort of uh, thing. Plus, I think she's got a special comedy special coming up. But what I'm saying mm-hmm. is, she's not right now. She's the it girl, or yeah. not? And I don't want to minimize it by saying it girl. Uh, she's the it person. I think right now, in, in terms of, oh, you definitely want Tiffany Haddish for whatever you're about to do right now. But I don't know if she's bankable. Like, for instance, Tom Cruise, he's a bankable star. Yeah, I Whatever mean, you put out with Tom Cruise is definitely not on bankable as far as, like, on the level of Will Smith or uh, that's Tom what I'm Cruise. Saying. But I, I Who, think who's on that level is what I'm trying to say. Because that, that's, there is, that's, that's a whole nother level. <laughs> I mean, who else yeah. is on? All right, all right. What are we talking about well, like, okay. as far as black women? Let, or, now, let's use Scarlett Johansson. So, who would we put as a contemporary to Scarlett Johansson? But female or minority or just any minority Um, like anybody who's on the same sort of like scarlet isn't like she's obviously an a-list actor or actress but she's not like that stratosphere of like a will smith or like a tom cruise or you know all those guys um i don't know off the top of my head uh 
Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> actually, that, that might be. There might be some truth to that. Uh, they're actually in a movie. They were in. Uh, what was it called? What was the movie they were in together? Um, where she was like, she was a. Uh, she got injected with something, and then her body started to change. Oh yeah, uh, pill. No, it was, no. Uh, something like that. Yeah, I forget what it's called. But anyways, uh, Limitless. No, no, no Limitless no, no, was, was with, with Bradley uh, Cooper. Yeah. I thought her move was called Pill. Then I thought she took a pill, and then she gained abilities. Mm. Right? No, they like they put some package inside of her, and then the package like broke open, and then it started to like change her. Oh, oh, oh okay. So we're not we're, we're thinking of two different movies. Yeah, you yeah. know what movie I'm thinking about, right? I know the Bradley Cooper movie. Limitless. Well, she she had she um she was in a movie uh, after that that was very similar where she uh took a, a pill or was injected. No, I think we're thinking about the same movie, but you're just, you're, you're yeah, but so she, but she gained like a bunch of abilities mm-hmm. and super, super smart. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're thinking about the same thing. Okay. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of like who might be on that. Same oh, level. I didn't, I didn't know that. I, Cause I didn't see the start of the movie. So I didn't know how she even gained the ability. Uh, here you are arguing. No, that's <laughs> that was right. an argument. I was like, I was uh, <laughs> When you yeah. said that she was carrying some packers, I'm like, oh, I didn't. I, didn't <laughs> I thought you were talking about a baby. I don't know. Just like, um, I don't know though, man. Um, yeah, who who would we put on that same level? Uh, I don't know. I have to uh, think about this and come back next yeah. week with with, the, Something. with this yeah, ranking. Yeah. yeah, but uh, but but my main thesis with that is is that you know you that's why you would go out and get somebody like a Scarlett Johansson to ensure that your movie is going to do well in terms of uh, ticket sales. Um, and the next question to that is, okay, well, how come we don't have anybody on that level that can, that is that bankable? Um, you know, if you look to maybe an Octavia Spencer, every movie she's been in has done pretty well, right? Or for the majority of it, right? But then you also have to think there are other people in a movie with her. Yeah, she's never. Uh, it's never her solo act. Yeah, she's she's never um had a a starring role. But then, but supporting. then you wonder. Okay, well then, if she did get a starring role, could she put up those numbers? Um, I I don't say I don't think a movie with her in a starring a, role. But, she, it, but like, why not though? Because. Be, Generally, movies have some sort of sex appeal. But that's bullshit, man. Like, there's fucking old ass, crusty ass dudes running around here. Movies We're talking that about, do those, do those kind dudes of have numbers. sex appeal. Does Tom Hanks have a sex appeal? At one point, he might. Have. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he's, dude. But he's the, the most one. vanilla he's looking the dude. One. He's the one. All right, let's talk about the actors and actresses that really bring in the money. Let's um let's name them. They 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 have they're they're probably handsome or uh are they? or pretty. And, all right, let's all right. We got Will Smith, we got Tom Cruise. Um who else is really doing numbers like that that doesn't have some sort of sex appeal or is it, or is a decent looking person? Hmm. That's that's the that's the reason why Octo- Octavia uh Spencer she, she okay. Can, so okay. So so tell there, me. Tell, so tell me. So tell me this. Sure. Does Meryl Streep have sex appeal? Maybe young Meryl Streep maybe had huge sex appeal, but I don't think people are watching Meryl Streep movies today thinking. Mm. See, she already built. She already built that. You yeah, know what I mean? True, yeah. Back when she was younger and maybe had some sex appeal. 
Okay, and not saying that once you get old ladies that you don't have sex appeal. I'm just saying that I don't think anybody's going out right now watching uh, Meryl Streep movies thinking, hey, like Who the played opposite of Denzel and Fences? Uh, oh, uh, from uh, from How to Get Away with Murder. Uh, oh, yeah. That's my, that's my girl, too. Yeah, I forget I her. What was her name? Um, I don't know why I can't get her name right now. Yeah, I can't um, think of anything when I try to actually think of it. See, I, I think I think there's a movie in a script out there like that for her. She, she just has to find it. There's but that's what I'm be saying. Like, you, you have to actually try something first because what was it before? Oh, you know, when it's just a minority uh, latent cast, it's not going to do too well. And then it came with uh, not only um, Black Panther, but you had Straight Outta Compton. Uh, yeah. you, you've got all these movies that actually to do me, do really well. To me... Anything can be done. I'm yeah. just going off of the history of what's selling. The history off of what's selling and people who look like her. Just She just doesn't have that sex appeal. That's what's selling. Um, and what's the story out there for her? She's not going to be somewhere just blazing guns. So people have to have sex appeal in order to sell movies to a wide audience. I don't think so. I think. I think that's what the history is. No, but that's, I think no that, someone, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying it because I'm trying to refute what you're saying. I'm saying it because I'm trying to, like, put it all together in terms of understanding. As far as we know it now. But yeah. I think there's a movie. If, if people are smart enough in, to in, to come up with a good script, you, you can make anything. It does. You don't yeah, have yeah. to have No, no. There, there's no doubt that there's a story out there for Octavia Spencer. That's not what I'm arguing. What I'm arguing is, is anybody going to actually take a chance to make that actual no, movie? No, see, that's, that's it. No. That's so fucking sad. Yeah. That's so sad to me. There's got to be a, a great story out there about some woman. But this is this is funny because we talked about this the time True before. True horror fiction. Where I, I said, it's I don't watch perfect. movies because of sex appeal, though. In fact, it's like when they're like when when they're just obtusely filled with sex, it's like it kind of annoys me. It's just like, I don't need all this shit. Like, just give me the actual story. Like, I don't need people fucking all the time like if that's a part of the story cool bam i'm with you but if it's you if you're just throwing that in if you just well, have not necessarily who, sex appeal as in is there sex in the movie whatever but it's the no i get I, you know what I, mean? I get what you're saying um but i'm saying but even in that case right i don't need like okay i think selma hayek she's one of the baddest women i've ever seen in my life right but a lot of times when I watch her movies, I'm not watching it because she looks like that. I'm watching it because she's a great actress. Right, and that right. just happens. She just happens to look good as well. Like, in fact, the times that I usually think, oh, man, Simon, Simon Hayek is so pretty, is like when I just see her like on magazine covers or when I see her picture somewhere, I'm like, dang. But when I watch her movie, I'm just watching the movie. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not actively thinking, damn. I think... I think anything can be made and if it's done right and promoted right uh, mm-hmm. can be successful. Yeah. And I first, how, how would you, how would we go about promoting an Octavia Spencer movie? Uh, like what's the best mark? If you can, if you don't have sex appeal, what's the next best? You just way? gotta, I would just hype it up. Yo, this is the greatest performance. With, yeah. All, all these ever. things, throwing the quotes out there from yeah. the critics, Octavia Spencer, Slated Octavia Spencer in a life changing event. Os- like you start throwing words like Oscar performance, uh, Oscar worthy. Yeah, you, you, that's how you got to go about it. Yeah, you got to sell on how good the movie is or could be. Yeah, be like, how respectable it would be. Um, yeah, that's the way you'd have to go about. It. I was about to ask something. I forgot once you asked me that. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> my apologies. No, no, no. I was, I was gonna say, I, when I, the first time I realized that you can make anything as long as you do it well was uh, when um, tr- they first made Transformers, and because I wasn't a big Transformers fan, I don't think anybody was a big Transformers. Fan. I think people like Transformers, mm-hmm. but I, I never heard people talk about Transformers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you watch it, but you, then that's it. Nobody has a Transformers conversation. Yeah. But what I saw, what they did with Transformers, and how uh, stunning it was visually, how big the movie was, the budget. I was like, man, you you can make anything. You could people will watch anything if you if you make it good enough. But that but that's different because it's like an action movie, right? Anybody go see an action movie? Some fucking cars turning into robots. Yeah, anybody's gonna pay their fucking money, or yeah. people are gonna pay their money to go see that no matter what. But I think it's different when you don't like when you don't have that type of appeal when it's just you're strictly your acting performance. Yeah, on I mean display. that's true. That's true. The fact it's that a different vibe. Makes it a little easier. And and to to piggyback off what you said about sex appeal, that kind of makes sense, right? Because uh, what movies like Ghost in the Shell or not Ghost in the Shell, but uh, that that movie with uh, Scarlett Johansson that we just simply can't remember what the name is, um, and it could just be easy just to look it up, but I'm not going to. Um, yeah, I was I was reaching for a <laughs> and then just and like then said, no. yeah, then you did like the hand with like, nah, forget it. Um, uh, uh, but what those mo- what that movie has is okay for one, it's an action movie, but then also two or a sci-fi movie, but then two, it's it's got Scarlett Johansson's sex appeal, right? That beneath all of the uh you know uh, all of the action and all the other shit you still have that one extra layer of oh yeah plus people are just going to come out to see scarlett johansson and her fine ass you know what i mean right. like and on some degree, on some level that's just that's just sad like and I, and I don't know and what i can't figure out is if that's just us as naturally as humans if that's just the way we are in terms of we just gravitate towards the like the the the, the sex appeal or if it's something that she's being forced upon us and we're just like yeah we have to take it that that's just what i'm used to that's what i'm yeah, accustomed that's a, to uh, that's a good question i think it's a little bit of both i mean i think it's people sex appeal is a thing because we're we like that but i think also um it is something that's forced on us saying hey you have to like sex appeal you know you know what i mean yeah, it's both it, it, it's, a, it's a little bit of both uh as far as that goes um I'm sitting here still trying to think of what would be like a good Octavia Spencer like movie. What would it be about? <laughs> like if she had her her movie where she was the lone star. Yeah, I wouldn't want to make it any sort of basic shit like, you know, she's a baby mama. She's got eight kids to worry about and she works seven jobs. Fuck that shit. Like I'd have her doing some other shit that has nothing to do with that. She's like a, a scientist. No, she's she already did with that with the... Hidden Figures, I think. No, 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 no. But she's like a scientist, and she comes up with the, the code for some nuclear, some sh- some shit like that. Just something that, totally like. Isn't that hidden figures? No, well that's different. That was something fictional. That was based on. No, and that's actually not what she was doing. And um, well, no, uh, it was she, she was the IBM with, lady. Something to do with math. I don't know. Yeah. Something. Did you see the movie? Only like a part of it. I, yeah, I, I really, I, I enjoyed the movie. Um, yeah. I enjoyed what I learned about uh, these women. It was pretty dope. Um, yeah. Especially what they had to go through. All right. Uh, okay. So Octavia Spencer movie. I feel like she has to be doing something 
she she loses her memory. Mm. Okay. Octavia Spencer loses her memory. But she used to know a deep dark secret about her business partner. And then there are some very wealthy people who want her dead. Yes. This is sounding <laughs> very Illuminati-ish, but <laughs> um no, uh yeah, so so people want her dead because she knew this secret, but she can't remember what the secret is about her business partner. And her business partner is MIA. Missing in action. Can't find him. But she left clues. No, 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 no. I think that's used too much. That's like, because uh, I can, uh, I think of that movie. Uh, what's that movie where the kid goes missing? Where it's like a paper. Is it Paper Towns? The movie that um, came out is like kind of like a teeny bopper kind of thing. And the kid went with missing. Uh, with uh, what's her what's her name? Uh, the the uh, Claire. What's the one with the uh, the eyebrows? Cara D. Levine or something like that. You know what I'm talking about. Mm. Cara. D., uh, she was in. She was in. Uh, she was in Suicide Squad. She was the. Uh, yeah. She was the whatever. I can't. This movie's not hitting me. Um, it's taping paper towns. I guarantee yeah, you. you. Well, I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, you, you, uh, I'm sure you're familiar with the main actress in it. Um. Uh, okay. So yeah, I didn't see this. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, so uh, she, her business partner is MIA, and she. There has to be some sort of time constraint. Like she has to figure this out in an amount of time. But why does. How does she gain her memory back? Because she doesn't even know that. Does she even know that she needs to remember something? Yeah. So she's alerted by the fact that people are trying to kill her. That's what tips her off that. Hey, I need to find this out. Usually when somebody tries to kill you, you're trying to find out why they're trying to kill right, you. Right, right. So I feel like that would be a good motivator. Is her business partner <laughs> a victim or do they secretly have something know. to do with this? You don't ah, know. Okay. You don't know. They're missing. We don't know why. What does she... What, Yo, what? I'm, about to, I'm about to pitch this shit to Octavia Spencer. Yo, right, if anybody's right. listening to that, the fucking... If you got her number... Yo, <laughs> drop this. Yo, this shit's kind of hot. I, I like where this is going. Yo. All right. So, all right. We'll, we'll spend like two more minutes on this and then and then we'll rather show up. But, all right. So, she... um, So, she, her business partner is missing. She doesn't remember. And, like, I don't think she ever gets her memory back. I really don't... I don't like when the memory comes back because then it's just like, all right. We went through three quarters of this movie and we were dealing with this thing. Now, she's like, oh, now I remember everything. But... That's bullshit. Nah, but we got to know, man. We got to know. No, what no, it no. Was. She finds out. She finds out what she the secret, but uh, she doesn't do it through means of I now remember. It's like she just she stumbles onto she, it. She finds it. She she's smart enough. She figures it out in terms of what that secret was. Mm. Uh, um, I can see this sort of being almost like a uh, almost like a uh, Da Vinci Code type of situation. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Um, but the clues aren't as laid out. They're just like she it's a mistake how she not a mistake but she doesn't it's not like shit just laid out for her she just has to piece shit together herself by um, finding out why people are trying to kill her exactly so that's what sort of tips her off is that somebody's trying to snipe at her uh she sees that red dot she's like mm, i feel like something's wrong with this scenario i don't think i should have people trying to kill me <laughs> 
Now, how does the movie start? Does she start with her memory loss or do we see her before her memory is lost? Um, no, b- before the memory is lost, but it's very quickly just kind of running through the fact that she has a business partner. They're in business. Things are going great. And then yeah, but you, you said whatever we start happens. start before the business, uh, the memory loss. Yeah, because Yo, we need to see. Have we ever even seen a movie like that where um, where the person has a secret? But it doesn't start off with them with the actual memory loss no. that we only find out that they have this deep, dark thing until after. No, actually, we haven't. That could be an interesting way to uh, do it. Yeah, because it, it, it would always start off with like the person already like we meet them after they've had their accident or some shit like that. You know what I like? Um, yeah. You started off before. But only only about five minutes. You're just yeah. showing kind of a day to day, kind of in a quick, and then next scene, you don't even. Sh- let's say, for instance, if if it was a car accident, yeah, you don't even show. The no, car no, no, no. It has to be some unique way. Wake she up. She just wakes up. She's oh, like, that is true. Fuck. Yeah, it's like literally five minutes into the movie, like day to day, boom, boom, boom. Hey, hi, bye. Yeah, she just wakes up like, what the fuck is going on? You don't show no car accident. You don't show like or she what wakes happened. up or she wakes up in like a random place yeah. and she's like, how the fuck that? Nah, I feel like that kind of that's kind of been done before, right? Probably not. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know. I mean, you you would think it had been done. That's why we think it's been done. <laughs> no, I, like, I, like I, so one of my favorite movies is um, Long Kiss Goodnight. Oh, and yo, I feel like was on the other night. Yeah, that joint slab show. I didn't watch it, but um, I was watching something and they, they had a commercial for it. And I was like, damn, I want to watch this. Yeah, yeah, that shit, that shit's it, it's it's always been one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like that's kind of how like that movie went, where I don't think I don't I think, I, think, I think it was like a car accident or some shit that she had. Yeah, and she something forget, like she that. She memory or some shit. Um, or or did she have that before? I don't know. I can't. I can't remember now. <laughs> now me with the memory loss. <laughs> um, but yeah, why don't we ponder this and then uh, come back to the audience with uh, our full-fledged Octavia Spencer movie right. pitch and see if the audience feels uh, feels the type of way about it. I got two things. Mm-hmm. Um, Hit me. One, going back to who has uh, that, uh, you know, that Will Smith, like, you know, when, you, when they do something and then we we're talking about uh, who's on uh, the level of Joe, uh, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. And I don't think uh, she's clearly not there, mm-hmm. but I I think we could see her get there, and I, I'm hoping this is I'm more so hoping that she gets there. But uh, Zazie Beats or is it mm. Beats Beats? I'm really hoping that um she she'll be a big star one day because I want I I just like her um her acting mm-hmm. so far from what I've seen her I, I think she's a pretty good actress. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like the roles she's done so far, yeah. and um, I mean she's a pretty good-looking girl, nice to look at. Sex appeal. That, that uh, sex appeal that helps. <laughs> um, but I, I, I'm really isn't this us just continuing the uh, the the Ford momentum of we just love our sex appeal? Yeah, even if she was ugly, I, I think I would still. Yo, that's like a this. ball. <laughs> what what would Martin say? That's a ball-headed lie. <laughs> it's like nah, but uh, I, I really hope so. Um, yeah. I, I think she's definitely I think they're definitely gonna piggyback off a of, uh, Deadpool and have an X-Force movie come out and mm. she's gonna be a feature character I think um, I've been hearing stuff about that yeah 
so we'll, we'll see we'll see where that goes What's that? my next thing um before we get out of here i don't think we can leave without making any comments on the drake and push uh oh situation. damn i know rain wanted to talk about that too yeah that, whoops i didn't bring it up i didn't bring it up because i was Cause like the, he would have stayed here forever yeah i was like yeah. man I, I was gonna say something before he left yeah uh, but i was like nah man he's gonna be here forever yeah yeah, yeah. um I, I got some thoughts but uh I'll let you go. All right. Uh, well, first, uh, giving you guys a little background. Um, so apparently, Pusha T, which I didn't wasn't aware of this, had been has been given or been trying to produce a little smoke with Drake for years now. And Drake just hasn't given him the time of day. Uh, maybe a little pop shot here and there, but nothing too concrete. Well, let me go back further than that. The, okay. the, the real genesis of it comes from um, Pusha and Lil Wayne. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pusha has a and then has an issue. Well, what that, is his beef with Lewin? Well, I think I think the the story goes that uh because they um uh, they had dissed Wayne people. Well, people made it out to be a diss to Wayne, but they never uh really uh they never really said that they were dissing Wayne. But people kind of were like, I think this is about Wayne. But back in um uh, Mister Me Too, uh that song because they, that's back in that back when they were rocking the, um all the bape stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, Wayne started doing that right after them, and then uh, they had made the song "Mr. Me Too" uh, about that. And then Lil Wayne took some offense to it, and they 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 kind of um, and I think there was a, I heard something also about uh when they did the song, what happened to that boy? Yeah, baby, baby never uh paid them because you know baby has history. Well, that doesn't not yeah, that's people. not uh, that's not surprising. So and then I I think that soured the relationship with Wayne because I think Wayne had asked because I think at that time yeah you well, Pharrell he has the BBC to build in their boys club. I heard he had asked for some gear, and they were like nah because if you think if you really think about it and I I just realized this, Pharrell has never worked with anybody from Cash Money, mm-hmm. and Pharrell's worked with everybody. You think about it, you've never heard of Pharrell and sure Wayne's song. I haven't heard of Pharrell and Wayne song. I, I, I was really thinking about it, and I'm like, I don't. You're right. Like I, I don't remember any like Pharrell and Wayne or yeah. Pharrell and, I mean, they put out so much music between the two of them. I'm just like, there's got to be. There's got to be one right. Yeah. But you, if you, it shouldn't be that hard to remember. Like, fair enough. Fair enough. Let's, All right. Let's so so it. so they they had that going on, and throughout all of that, um, Pusha threw shots at Drake. In um, various songs, while uh, Pusha and Wayne had been dissing each other, and I think yeah, it was something that Drake just kind of like really didn't give much time to. And but throughout the years, he started to throw some little shots. But now we're here with the songs that we have now. Yeah. Uh, so my initial thoughts on this was uh, <laughs> laughing. I'm laughing because if you look at just rap beefs in general. It's the dumbest shit ever. How's up? Just listen to how you just explained that about Pusha T and, you know, why they don't fuck with Wayne because, uh, uh, oh, he like kind of stole their, their, their swag when they was wearing the, uh, babe stuff. Really? Like, because somebody else is wearing <laughs> similar clothes to you and it's a, it's a brand that anybody can buy that other people are going to buy. Yeah, but there's there's, angry. there's there's wearing clothes that everyone's gonna wear, and then there's like straight up just ripping the shit, like but the how way do you, the how way do you, I how wear do you rip it, the way I wear it, and and wearing it because and, and I made it hot. Even even if that <laughs> even if that were the case, right? Okay, 
Like, so now we're rap beefing over that, and then like just the thing of it in well, general. Well, if you're a rapper, that's what you're gonna do. You're gonna write. You're gonna write about people. But name one other form of music that. That's what. But that's what makes rap good. Like a rock and roll singer is. That's what makes it. That was a. That was a. That was a nice rock song that you made there. Um, <laughs> that that's that's what's so good about uh, a rap that it's like one of the only. Uh, forms of music where mm-hmm. you're able and allowed to kind of just just say what you want. Yeah. So here's here's the thing. So putting on my because you know I definitely love the whole Jay Z Nas beef. Uh, I definitely was here for the uh, for the uh, Jai Rule Fifty Cent. Uh, They're back in the um, yeah of course they the are because they've got nothing else to do. Um, uh, but. Uh, speaking specifically about this and, and removing my criticism of just rap beats in general. Um, at first I respected pushers the, the first track at first I didn't, and I didn't know about the history of him trying to get a, uh, Drake or his whole thing with Wayne and all that other stuff. But at first I just thought it was, okay, this is a great marketing ploy. Like how else would you, are you going to get? Cause nobody cares about a push a T album unless, uh, then I have to unless here you know here's the thing unless you're actually a fan of hip-hop and not just a fan of hip-hop but a true dedicated oh, I, lyricist I, I, fan, I, I'll go with you, with you like lyrics right yeah. because that's what pushes for right right outside of that nobody i don't yeah. think i've heard outside it's of definitely not for the, pop the clips charts. outside of the clips initial tracks i don't think anybody was checking for pushing t right 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 so at first i thought yeah okay this is just that's just a, a good way to get some notoriety for your for your uh uh album that you just put out so but then obviously drake came back with the slick uh uh, uh pushes he had infrared uh in which he talked about drake not writing his own lyrics right which is obviously since the days of meek, meek mill and drake beef yeah that's topic. that's been a hot topic um, which I'm kind of getting tired of, by the way. I just, I, at this point, I think what do you is are we trying to imply that Drake isn't a good artist or or and even if you don't give him whatever. I'm, well, I'm you, know, you know, but it also part of that because Drake this it was about it's been about two years. Uh, Drake dropped that two birds one stone record. Yeah, yeah. Where I he heard questions this, yeah, yeah. um Pusha T's drug dealing uh past. Yeah, and I think. I think on, on um, Infrared, he's just really trying to say, and he did it on another song too, but he's just trying to say, how can you question me? Because I, I think on the other song, he says with the questionable pen, he's like, mm-hmm. how can you, how do you have the right to question me? When <laughs> but there are like two different scenarios. One's writing lyrics yeah, and then two's true, pushing drugs. Side feels. Fair enough. Uh, so then uh, Drake drops Duppy, which he goes pretty, and it's been debatable because people are like, okay, he goes more at Kanye than he does Pusha T. My argument there is, and it's so people are so funny, right? Name one person in the limelight who doesn't have dirt on their name. Name one, outside of Beyonce, perhaps. Even though she got some. Fair enough. I don't know what that is, (laughs) but fair enough. (laughs) But there's nobody, right? Mm -hmm. So everybody's like, okay, he has nothing to say about Pusha T. But that's because nobody cares about Pusha T. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not if your name is in the limelight, you're going to have dirt thrown. You're going to have some sort of dirt on your name. No, do, do, um, do you hear what I mean? 
No, I, I wouldn't necessarily say it like that. I think he just has nothing. Well, honestly, name, name one no, person. Well, honestly, you know this whole this whole campaign uh-huh. is pusher saying. I have no skeletons. No, but that, but that's just what I'm saying. Nobody has no skeletons. So there, unless Pusha T's Jesus and he <laughs> and he just <laughs> came down from heaven, there is some dirt on your goddamn well, name. You best be, will fucking it'll believe. Be found out. Of course, that. But that's what I'm saying. Is is that Pusha T? He benefits from what Trump benefited from, right? Which is he doesn't really have a track record, right? Mm-hmm. That, but lyrically speaking, he clearly does, right? Yeah, Pusha yeah, T yeah. is a great lyricist. No, 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 there's no, there's absolutely no doubt about that. But he's been so far out of the public eye, like the mainstream public, that nobody's tried to dig up any dirt on Pusha T. I just saw, I think before we started recording, that uh, they dug up some um, some tweets that he had, where he was he was saying that uh, this black um, flight attendant was ignoring him until he realized Pusha T was in first class and he was like oh yeah you about to dance for me now mammy or mambo or whatever the fuck the what's the what's the uh what's the uh blackface sambo is that yeah, it uh i think that's a reference to like a blackface no sort uh, of you're caric- talking about caricature. Um, bojangle no it, the the the, the, the explicit, specific word he used was sambo and i think that has a oh, re- okay, reference yeah, to yeah, something like that about. um but then he was like oh yeah and you're gonna tap dance for me too so it's just like okay yeah you in Okay, so and I'm getting ahead of I myself in, in a story that. here, um, but then after Drake releases Duppy, everybody's waiting for Pusha T's response, and then he drops uh, the story of uh, Adidon. Yeah. Adidon. Adidon. Nobody like knows that. how to pronounce this thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was which, saying Adonis for like two days. Like, Wait, it's not <laughs> That's not it at all. Uh, but then, uh, and so Pusha T talks about. Uh, how Drake uh, has a son out there that he's basically trying to hide and then the only reason why he's uh, you know why he's about to tell people about him is because he's about to kind of co-opt it for an Adidas uh, a new line that Drake has with Adidas uh, and then Pusha T also goes at uh, uh, 40 which is uh, Drake's producer yeah. um, and then on top of that the the photo art for the song is Drake in blackface. Right. Um, and so that's why I was talking about the whole, um, uh, the, the, the old tweet from Pusha T from back in, I think it was like 2014 that somebody dug up and it's just like, I don't think you're really concerned about, you know, any sort of warning about, you know, how you're perceived from, if you're calling like another black person, you know, uh, these things and telling them to tap dance for you. I don't know if that's necessarily a hot, topic for you to be talking about you know um and so i i think that drake the the, the shots that he was firing at drake on the story of adidon or whatever added on um it's all based on rumors we don't know if any of that shit's true everybody's just accepting it is true because that's what pusha says those are just rumors I think it's pretty much all but confirmed. In what way? Um, because because we all he hasn't we all, refuted we, it, and we, no, no, also the, no, I no, think no, there no, are no. there are pictures. There, 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 there was a story a while back about a porn star. I forget what her name is, but she was claiming that Drake, you know, well, no, uh, his Adidas line, Drake's Adidas line, is called uh, Adenon. Yeah, so I don't know any of this stuff in terms of his son, in terms of him about to reveal that. I I don't know any of that is true. All I'm hearing that from is from. Well, you got to take it as true until Drake says no, it's not. Why is that the world we live in, though? Because I could come out, I could come out and say, hey, 
fave, uh, you you had sex with an elephant, and then what? Until, it's your job. I say I haven't. So you're telling me that people have to accept that as truth until you come out and say no? Yeah. What? You have I have no proof to say this about you. No proof other than just me saying it. But the burden of proof is on you somehow? Yeah, because because we're we're at huh? war saying things about each other and part of part of what makes uh your your uh your end of the war credible is the things you say about me you know i have to defend myself from what you're saying about me so if you say these things about me and my job is to respond but if i in my response i don't even say that's not true you're missing my key point my key point is i have no proof on my side right here here, and here's a perfect example of what i'm gonna give you no no here you think has no proof hold on on one second (laughs) what proof has he released he the the fact that his his line is called that and his i have no idea you're, you don't know if yeah, he no, no. even you're, has you're, a you're, son. Yeah, but no, you're, you're creating the case of you're you're trying to make it too simple. I haven't seen pictures, and that's the whole point of it. I don't the, need I don't even need pictures. I just need somebody to come up and be like, "Oh yeah, that's Drake's son right there." Right? But here, here's here's what I'm saying. I'll give you a perfect example of, of when this happened before with two prominent figures. Yeah. Barack Obama and Donald J. Trump. Uh huh. What did Donald Trump say? How do we know this guy? This guy, this name's kind of weird, right? How do we know this guy was even born in America? And then Obama had to go fucking produce, embarrassingly, go produce his birth certificate just to prove, hey, and even that wasn't enough. Even when he showed the proof that uh, uh, he had his birth certificate, oh, it's doctored. Oh, that's not real. Uh, we don't know. We weren't able to speak to anybody from your high school that knew you or some bullshit. Uh, therefore, we don't believe you. And your brother kind of says you were born in Kenya. So therefore, you're Kenyan, mm-hmm. and it's just like, why is the burden of proof on Obama then to prove that he's an American? Who's the burden on then? It shouldn't be on me. If you're accusing me of doing something, shouldn't you have to show proof that 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 thing is real? If you're the one accusing me of something, if you're saying because then that just means anybody can say anything about anybody, and it's accepted as truth until that person comes out and says no. Uh, I mean, or produces I, proof I, I that it's not. I see what you're saying that the, it sucks to have a burden. To, no, it's, to... it's it's not that it's no, it's not that it sucks. And and you can even look at it in a court case, right? Uh, you have a defense and you have the prosecution, right? If the prosecution is saying the defense uh, did something, right? The burden of proof is on the prosecutors. Okay, so what's it gonna take for you to believe that he has this son? Literally anything. Uh, I don't know if anybody else can can you cooperate don't, don't if, think... if somebody close to drink cooperates like yeah okay he has a son then yeah. okay all right but you don't think that Pusha has displayed he has enough to convince you that this may be how does the he case. have enough what 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 about anything that he's done tells me that he has enough and this again this isn't coming from me being a Drake fan I'm just no observing I'm, I'm just observing you're a Drake fan I'm just observing from just a practical standpoint of yeah guys like because you it's, think it's, this is made up. I, I'm saying I can't accept this because it, it, it. Let me put it to you this way: the reason why everything is so stinging because goddamn that was a stinging response for Duppy, right? The reason why it's stinging is we're all assuming that it's true, right? But just imagine for one second that it's not. How how good is that song? Because I not good at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But why I believe it's true is mm-hmm. because I don't think he would have put out that song. You don't. You don't. On, you, you, on just a rumor. I, I believe that it is no 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 he literally called into the breakfast club and they were asking him about him like well how do you know he said I I don't know these are just things we hear 
Right. What the fuck is that? What do you mean these are just things we hear? This, well, that's just the, a rumor. That's okay, but that's the same as when they asked when they um you asked um, him about uh Drake's ghostwriting. He said these are just things that are known. You know what I mean? It's not that he knows for sure. He wasn't in the studio when he was writing his rhymes. Right. But he says these are things that are known mm-hmm. and we we believe it. Mm-hmm. So it's it's it's. I mean, if I'm, I believe saying, it until I'm not, I'm not saying again. until somebody until Drake comes out and says no. <laughs> so you, so but that's very interesting though. Like that you would believe something just because somebody said it versus no, no, but I don't have there to being someone, proof. I don't. Somebody could come to me and say anything. I can say I don't believe that. So that, that and that's I can also confusing. say, hey, I do believe that. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> saying I don't. I need proof to go one way or the I, other i mean I, I that's what i'm saying, saying. I, so 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 but that's what but, but that that's the that's why i got so alerted to like i don't know if this is such a good song because every, unlike his first song right infrared right we knew that quentin miller helped drake write a couple songs that was that that was those are facts right uh that quentin, uh, quentin miller we, did this, we right? really don't know as far as well we like, do now because drake confirmed it right yeah i guess so yeah, yeah, yeah fair yeah. enough um so I was like, okay. Well, that's, that's all cool. right. My, my my thing with that has always been we don't we never really knew how much uh, Quentin really helped. Uh, even if he wrote the entire, and, even if he wrote the entire verse for Drake, it's not as if Drake's never written his own lyrics. Like, right, I, yeah. I'm not gonna. And that's why that. I always defended that because I'm exactly. like, Drake, Drake needs to really jump in front of us and say, look, man, the dude just did the hook or gave me the he idea. Did. He did. He uh yeah, uh, Fabes <laughs> might fall like, off. <laughs> <laughs> The ship's going down. Uh, the mic was falling off the little stand, so uh, so fate was trying to adjust it. it yeah, you can fix it real quick if you like, want. You don't. You nah, can, that's good. Um, you sure? Yeah. Well, turn turn the mic around because the mic's not facing you. Oh. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. And not to start, drag this out too long, but um. But yeah, when I listened to that, I was like, all right, cool. That's something that pretty much everybody sort of knows, and 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 the, those are there are facts to sort of back that up. Uh, because people were in the studio with them, and 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 that's the how the whole Meek Mill thing got started. Because he felt like, oh, hey Drake, you can't tell me shit because you don't write your, yada yada. Uh, but then this story, it, and the reason why I, my ears perked up was because it was a rumor that it already came out. Like we we already knew about this that this was a thing that was sitting out there. I this didn't wasn't know about it. yeah. No, this is a, this is a story months ago that uh, and and I was actually. I was actually weirded out by it because it seemed like the one that just wouldn't go away. Usually, you know, you hear you always hear something about Drake that Drake impregnated somebody yeah. somewhere, you know. But this was the one that was just like, wait, is this true? And so all I'm saying is, uh, if it was sort of a dead situation then, meaning that it didn't really go anywhere, nobody really found out sort of what the conclusion to that was. Just because Pusha T was watching the same fucking news programs I was, how the fuck does Pusha T know that Drake has a has a child by this person? Sure, he's in in, in, uh, in the industry. But the truth is, if you're going to battle with somebody, you don't give a fuck if it's true or not. You're just saying shit, just hoping it lands. Nah, I, I think, I think, I think, especially going against Drake, you got to be a little bit more calculated than that. You you can't just in terms uh, of what in terms of in having terms to of have your proof. Reply. In terms no, no, no. Of, he, he oh, he was certainly calculated yeah, in his I, reply. I so I what think, I'm saying is the uh, credibility of that reply is what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, that's that's what I'm saying. I, I think you he has to go into this thinking. If everything that I'm saying is just total bullshit, yeah, 
then that destroys me also. So I think he goes into this saying, I'm 100% confident. But that's, but that, you can make that same argument about when you said the whole thing with Quentin Miller, right? Quentin Miller wrote a few verses for, for, for Drake, but that doesn't mean that Drake's not a great lyricist himself. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so it's just like when he says, yo, we don't even know if you write your own songs, right? That's questioning Drake's entire catalog. That's not exactly. just questioning one or two exactly. songs. That's, that's questioning that's it all. Good, that's why that's a, a a good diss about Drake. But that's what I'm saying. We all know that put Drake's a question mark written, on his whole catalog. But exactly. that's what I'm saying. Is it a logical thing to think that Drake hasn't written a good uh, a good uh, amount of his songs? No, no, no. And, and I, I've always supported uh, Drake on that end. But it's kind of Drake's fault for not really jumping in front of it when this whole thing came out as far as when meek first brought it up you know it was really drake's job to defend his pen and say hey um you know i did this you know i did that you know for four or five albums you know that was all me yeah. here's what i here's my collaborations with someone yeah. and then he could have just dead it all of that right there yeah but he let he let it linger on and he let yeah he that, let, that's uh, a, that's people, that's, that's people a mistake. have ammo <laughs> but, the, but that's that's what i'm saying that's what makes me so obsessed sometimes is because it's like okay the burden of proof then is on drake to disprove this thing but it's just like you guys are just saying shit without actually having proof yourself. Sure, there was proof that Quentin Miller helped out maybe on a uh, on a couple of verses here and there, but you're questioning dude's entire catalog now because of that shit. Like that's crazy to me. That's insane. Like I don't know. I I, I just think that for this. All right, let, let's yeah. score. Let's score. Where are we yeah. at? I, I think um, I think right now we're at one one point. We're 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 at one zero for Pusha over Drake. As far as, because I think we're going with. Uh, no, we're going with. There's three songs that are released. No, nah, so. but no, nah, you can't count infrared because everybody artists take shots on people all the time. You, you but don't the, score basically, that in the battle. entire song was about Drake. No, it wasn't. It only said about five lines about Drake. Okay, try. I don't remember. And then he said a couple things about Baby. Yeah. Um. But it was yeah. The the whole song wasn't about Drake. So. I score uh, infrared versus I mean um, Duppy versus are uh, the, Ad- the Adonis, Ad- Story Adonis, Adonis, whatever. Um, <laughs> the name we can't pronounce. <laughs> and I, I'm gonna give that round uh, to Pusha, but I, I'm I'm not gonna lie, man. That that Drake song is good. It's good. It's got some heat to it. The lyrics are dope. But I, I just gotta give that round to um, Pusha on that one. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess you would have to give it a push. Like Pusha would, uh, no matter what you score, Pusha would probably be up, but. That's only because there's only been three songs in total released in this whole sort of beef. Wait, you know, I'd wait to hear Drake's response and then I could judge appropriately. Because I don't if Drake's gonna if, respond, I don't think his he, style is to respond quick, man. And it's been like a week now. Well, I guess the conventional wisdom is is that Drake probably already had that those that song prepared for when Push released the album because I'm sure he probably already caught wind of Infrared prior to the release of uh uh pushes album you think so probably come on no, I, he, dude that was like that was like a day later come on you telling me you had those bars within 24 hours yeah no 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 yeah. Here, here's here's why i think that because one he he didn't say anything that uh that he hadn't said before so all mm-hmm. he had to do was go back in the studio and pull out the same disses that yeah for push a question of his uh drug dealing past yeah and um and then he threw some things in there about kanye but and i think drake's also a good writer where he couldn't go take 15 minutes and write a song you know what i mean and yeah but I, I don't think he, you get something that surgical without Nah, i think from drake and his team you do 
I, I think so. I think Drake is that good enough of a writer, and he got his producers and his whole staff where they can go bang out a song in ten minutes. They could start yeah, from know. zero and just go bang out a song in ten minutes. I, I, I think I they're that good of a team we'll for see. sure. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, but yeah, I, I think I. I yeah, I think there are pros and cons to Drake responding to uh, to to Pusha T's uh, the, to Pusha the story. Says he's already editing. got like he's already got more songs. Just waiting. Yeah, what is he what says? Is this? He says yeah, it's gonna be a surgical this? summer. Like he's got like <laughs> he's got he's now, gonna is, roll it out like, slowly. This is like bordering on obsession at this point because that really the only relevance that Push has is this beef. You know what I mean? Um, like outside I, that, of this, I guess push, that, that depends like, on who you're talking about. Well, and I, to, I'm to, not a fan of the word relevance anyway. Like no, what, like what relevance as in uh, I'm sure Push wants to be on a bigger stage than he is now. Um, you see no, what I'm because saying? he doesn't. No, make... here's the thing, dude. You don't sign with Pharrell and you don't sign with Kanye unless you want to be on a bigger stage. Well, one he grew up with uh, Pharrell, sure, so that was natural. Fair enough. You get with Kanye. Because there's great music over there, but I uh, no no no. You get you, with Kanye because there's great you, music, and also you get yeah, a big yeah, ass stage. Yeah, yeah, but but you listen to uh, the music that he makes, and that, they're not making commercial music. No, he, he's he's not making commercial music, right? But there there are plenty of artists out there who don't necessarily make commercial music, but are still glorified in the public sphere because they've had those commercial hits. Like even Drake said, uh, he was like the same for the radio. But they gonna play it because they know that's that Drake. Because Drake can put out music now that's not for the radio. But because he's had so many radio songs and his success with them, now whatever he makes is like, all right, they they're gonna play it because it's me. But that's on the backbone that he's he's already had the, um, you know, the songs like the motto, you know, the yellow song, those songs that are, are super, um, radio songs. So he's like, man, I could put out whatever now. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. I'm not questioning Drake's uh, the the where Drake uh, lands on that spectrum. Clearly, he sits at the top of. He produces more pop singles than he does actual. I I can't see he produces more of those, but he has more pop singles than like anybody else right now. Yeah. But no, he's also got a, a lot of songs that aren't for the radio. Just yeah, straight sure. up hip hop, just Absolutely. bars, lyrics. Absolutely. You but know, what, so what I'm, I'm saying is, make it sound like that. My overall thesis with that is. Yeah, I think Push would like to, would appreciate to be on a better stage, and and the the reason why I think he would like to be on a bigger stage is because he sees all the glory that Drake gets, and that's why it pisses him off so much that uh uh no listen 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 it. let me finish, that's why it pisses him off so much that Drake gets all this credit, but he doesn't feel that he puts in the same amount of work that put that he Pusha T does. You feel what I'm saying? So Pusha T says, I sit down, I write my lyrics, and I do all that shit. And here's this dude Drake over here getting super love from everybody, getting praises, the best recording artist of living right now, you know. And he doesn't write all the shit. No, I, I wouldn't say that because before That's, the Quentin, why, before the Quentin the... thing that he, he he was throwing shots at him. I think this is just sport for him. But that's what I'm saying. You don't I play. You don't play. You, you play sport with somebody, especially on this public s- stage. You play sport with them because you're trying. Like, and there's a reason why Infrared was on this album. There's a reason why he takes shots at Drake on this album, right? Because you could put a, a freestyle out at any point in time. You can do a mixtape. You can put that out at any point in time. There's a reason why you put it on an album, right? Is so that uh, there's. That's why Drake sent them the invoice because he just he what do you say I helped you sell another twenty yeah. right <laughs> that was fun that's that's real talk like 
the reason why you put that song in the album isn't just because oh like i was just feeling a type of way at that moment in time it's because you know even if you do have a grievance with them you know that song is going to help sell the album right so it's just like no matter how you divide it yeah i think pusher would appreciate to be on an even playing field with drake in terms of public perception that you give pusher t wants his credit saying hey i'm a great lyricist and here's this dude taking all this credit who's not that great of a lyricist no, nah, all right. Here's or my, as um, great of a lyricist. My take and, on that. I think let's, any, yeah. After after this comment, let's. Uh, yeah. Any any rapper would love to uh, to um, have Drake's uh, status or future status or um, these top rappers, uh, but but the music the music that you make tells the tale of how comfortable you are where you are and and being happy. I think. You, you chase uh you chase certain success with the music that you put out and you can tell um you know who's putting out the singles for the radio and who's not and then they're like i'm not i don't give a fuck about that commercial end of it i don't give a fuck about the success of it i'm putting out i'm putting out my music for sure. me and the people who fuck with the, this music is gonna like that and i, I think that's where he's at mm-hmm. I, I don't think he's like i mean sure he'd love to be the number one rapper who wouldn't who that's says what I'm i don't want to be the number but one that's rapper. what i'm saying yeah. but you, you but you don't the things you do to get there you're like man yeah. fuck that yeah, he i'm wants not to, i'm not no chasing doubt, that no doubt and i'm not arguing that point of course he i think he wants to do it his own way you know frank, frank sinatra style but in the same breath i think he would appreciate to be on a larger stage oh yeah sure you I mean, see what i'm saying yeah, sure and so i think that that is also a motivating factor in in him constantly trying to get at drake is because he sees the stardom that he has and he knows hey i can use that to my advantage that my beef with it Again, outside of this beef with Drake, who's checking for Pusha T? Nobody. Like, yeah, your your hip hops of hip hop of hip hop's head is checking for Pusha T. Nobody else. And I'm not saying that as disrespectful to Pusha T. I'm just saying that that's just the reality of the scenario, you know. And so, uh, so yeah. Long story short, um, you know, these guys are making a lot of money. I'm not making any money, so therefore, I give no fucks. <laughs> about what's going on between Pusha T and Drake. I just hope it doesn't spoil over into real shit because it seems like it might be getting a little personal. Uh, I hope no crazy shit comes out of it. Um, outside of that, I think it could be, uh, it could be like one of those things where, you know, people just, oh, ooh, ah, ooh, ah. I do, hopefully it's just one of those things. Yeah, I think it'll stay on wax. I hope it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hopefully. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to uh, the conclusion of our very long show here uh, with the Fate Podcast. Uh, if you rock with us this long, as I always say, we uh, we definitely appreciate your support. You're definitely true fans of uh, of the podcast. Uh, and uh, go ahead and demonstrate that love a little more by hitting that like button, hit that subscribe button. And uh, well, did you give a Fate of the Day? No, I didn't. Did you want to give there, a Fate of the Day? There, there hasn't been much out there for the Fate of the Day. Okay. All right, fair enough. Uh, we'll be back maybe next week with a fade of the day. Uh, but then, um, yeah, we'll definitely be back Monday to rock with y'all. Um, and I hope you guys have a dope weekend. Uh, go ahead and share this podcast with whoever and whomever. I don't know whichever. I don't know which one it ever is. Whomever. I think you're never wrong when you say whom. Whom. <laughs> to you whom. Know what? No, who's gonna who's gonna even question you? Who's I'm gonna be like, hey, 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 hey. Some English teacher <laughs> just out in the crowd, like, yo. 
<laughs> Sup? That was wrong. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, yeah, we definitely appreciate you. Um, and um, yeah, well, without further ado, I think we'll hit the uh, the usual protocol. Peace out. Fade out, Fabe. This that's is the last you, time man. we're gonna no, do no, this. No, no. I, I swear you. to God. Peace out. It's like I said that knowing you. I know you would. <laughs> I right. right, fade out. Fade peace out. out. Fade out. Dip out. Okay. Let's just run out. out. We're gonna end this now. Mm-hmm. <laughs>